Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Neil, Show. To talk to Neil, call 5670560 toll free for David Broward or pound 560 on your cell phone. <laughs> the opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Read Acquisitions, or the Beasley no, 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 no. Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's Friday. You fasted. A young man turned 28. He scored the sweetest bag all gone the next day. It's too many seats in your dime bag. Getting to the party. Two minutes too late. Isn't it a chronic? Yes. Don't you think? It's my Friday. When it's my phone break, it's free back. When you're already baked, it's a good That you just didn't take. Who would have thought you'd get it? Already ate a no donut sign, a law that you break. It's like 10,000 joints when all you need is a light. It's like having the feeler of your dreams and then finding out you've got 10 delights. Yes. And isn't it the chronic? Are you sure? Don't you think? A little too much chronic. Yeah, I really do think. It's my birthday. When it's my phone break, it's a free bag. When you're already safe, it's a good week. That you just didn't take. Who would have thought you'd get it? Oh, you have to be kidding me. Women calling to put in their foot with their picks? Pick this, okay, sweetheart? No, you have to be kidding me. Women who never call this, not just this show, but this radio station, but putting in their stupid, insipid football picks? Get a life, ladies. Get a freaking life. Man, probably a bunch of dykes. Anyway, they, uh, another reminder, Geldy just told you, but I'll tell you again, because we should have been telling you about this. Nevertheless, the QAM golf tournament is today, and it's uh, check-ins coming up at 11 o'clock this morning. Tee off is at 1. The cost is 300 bucks for individuals, $1,000 for a foursome, which includes a celebrity, which makes it a fivesome. Proceeds Benefit Center 1. Lagomar is on Broward, just west of Flamingo. Credit cards will be accepted, so it's still not too late to participate. I'd like to give a big promo for George's appearance tomorrow, if I could, but we got a little bit of, well, we got several problems. we got Gary Starner. He's an asshole. we got the nephew. He's an asshole. And then we got Sam the Sham. He's an asshole. Which we'll talk about in detail. Here's a mobile in Davy. Hello. Our first call of the day. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Just called to tell you I love you, man. I haven't been listening to you that long, but I love the show. You do a great service for South Florida. Yes, I do. And uh, you're just fabulous. Yes, I am. Just want to tell you you're doing a great job. Can I, hey, can I call somebody a douchebag? Yeah. Hey, Andrea Bettencourt, you're a douchebag, but I love you. Okay. Bye. Okay, there you go. A little suction there at the beginning of the show. Nothing wrong with that, is there, huh? No. No. Let's do the other one. Here's Hollywood. Hello. 
How you doing, Neil? Good oh, morning. Okay, sir. Um, I have a question for you. It regards, uh, what's your stance on uh, Florida's uh, uh, death penalty? Because there's a good article in the Sun Sentinel. I know you don't read that paper, but yes, I do. Oh, you do? What do you mean? What's my stance on it? Well, uh, pertaining to the article, it revolves around uh, this most recent uh, execution that's been delayed once again indefinitely. Yeah. Because the man thinks he's Jesus Christ. Yeah. And yeah, I read that. Oh, and I uh, said he's crazy, nuttier, nuttier than a fruitcake. Yeah. But they've indefinitely. I said if he's nuttier than a fruitcake, sign him up for our sales department. Well, um, have you read it? Most of them belong on death row anyway. Yeah, I read it. So what, what's the deal? Oh, I, what, just what's wanted, the I just wanted to know what you thought about it. I say fry his ass. I say lethal injection. Let's stop using that damn chair up there. Too many sparks, okay? Yeah. Just we, lethal thought, injection. Give him a little shot and say goodbye. Um, you know, I thought, um, did we um, pass something regarding that? Like if there was a problem with the electric chair, wouldn't it not um, curtail any executions being uh, the use of the needle? They said we don't care. They said, well, what do you mean by that? Um, I I voted for it. You voted for what? Um, the fact that for lethal if there, injection. If there became anything unconstitutional about the use of when the did you chair, vote for that? When did they have an election? Uh, on the that? last election when you didn't vote in. <laughs> they had a vote on that on the electric chair. Yeah, pertaining to the death penalty. Yes, sir. Yeah, and what what was it about? What was um, it, it just pertained to the unconstitutionality, the potentiality of that uh, regarding the electric chair. That uh, if it came to pass that that was happening fry their ass man that's what i say fry their ass we don't have time to uh, you know you know what i'm saying right we don't have time to screw around with the tails fry their ass so if, they have, guy you know, if there's 20. a little bit of pain too bad that's what it's all about and there's not a guy in there for 20 years i mean oh my god right that's right <laughs> all now, right did, now did, was this guy about to say how about them dolphins when they uh pull when they pull the switch not if he thought he was jimmy johnson okay have a great day you too. okay <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. Those three names I just mentioned, Gary Sarner, uh -huh. the nephew, uh -huh. Sam the Shan, uh -huh. they should have a three-seater is what they should have for them. I'll pull the switch on that. Jobs for life. We got so many people here. You talk about life, uh, death row and life in prison. We got people here who have jobs for life. People here who give us no tangible evidence of doing anything in this place who come and steal a paycheck every couple of weeks. It's just amazing. Here's another lady with her football picks. Hello. Hello? Didn't you call for your football picks? Happy Purim! How are you? Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> listen, Neil. Well, what do you like this weekend? Yeah. <clears throat> well, excuse me. You think uh, they're covering the uh, Dolphins tonight, right this weekend? They got a pass. They got a free pass. Tonight, like the three people I just mentioned. They got a free pass. Yes? Tonight is air of suckers. Oh, that's right. It's suckers. Happy suckers. And, yes. And Happy Purim! That too. That's the other one. But this circus is for Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And uh, so... Well, what do you do on circus? I don't know. Oh. I don't know if you eat anything special. Hmm. I think it's fruit, vegetables. And you have a circus out in the garden or something if you're rich. Yeah, I'll probably check out some fruit this weekend. Where are you going? Huh? Where are you going? Home. Huh? Home. Home? Yeah. Home, H-O-M-E, home. Uh -huh. Plantation. Oh. Well, listen, happy Sukkot, sweetheart. Yes, thank you, we'll, and we'll, same to we'll you. We'll find out what you're supposed to do on Sukkot. Yes. And don't and don't forget. To your mother also. Right. Okay, I'll see you. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Gazette. You too. Say goodbye. <laughs> okay, let's find out if we got a Jew out there, what you do on Sukkot. God, these Jew holidays, they just came barreling along. Man. Start with Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and Sukkot and just on and on and on. If you got any stale homotoshin from last week, from last year, 
So all you ladies out there with your football picks, it's not too late to call in. What is that all about? Women calling in with football picks. God, I think maybe Barry Jackass has a point. Barry Jackass. He's an asshole. Oh, man, wait till I get to that. He's got a column this morning. You think you're fooling anybody, Barry? No. You think there's anybody with an IQ in, in the minus column that you're fooling? No. With this campaign you guys are running to try to prop up a make-believe radio station that will fail, by the way, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that's already failing, that has no audience? I love the last line in Barry's uh, column where he says, uh, the number of listener phone calls lags at times. Well, I can certainly relate to that, and I have an audience. You see, Barry, if you have nobody listening, nobody's going to be calling. Even if you have a lot of people listening, sometimes nobody is calling. But when nobody is listening, it's a pretty damn sure bet that nobody's going to be calling. Why don't you give them a call, Barry? Why don't you have a regular uh, suck-up job on there every day? Barry Jackass sucks on uh, on the fan every day. That would be great. You could be on like from uh, 10 in the morning till midnight, replacing some of that high-priced talent that you spent a whole column writing about again. It's the 800th in Barry Jackass's 2,000-part series, propping up a make-believe radio station because the Herald and he hate us like poison. Because we dared to tell it like it is, you know? That Barry. He's an asshole. Nice picture, too, by the way, Barry. The go It's the ghost of Barry Jackson in the, in the New Herald with their new crappy format where you can't find anything this morning. Nine minutes after ten at 560 WQAM. Friday, you bastard. Dear Pants, <laughs> I don't think I like you anymore. <laughs> You used to watch me shave. Now you do stare at the floor. Oh, dear penis, I don't like you anymore. It used to be you and me, a paper towel and a dirty magazine. That's all we needed to get by. Now it seems things have changed, and I think that you're the one to blame, dear penis. I don't like you anymore. He thinks, dear Rodney, I don't think I'd like you anymore. Cause when you get to drinking, you put me places I've never been before, dear Rodney. I don't like you why can't we just get a grip on our man-to-hand relationship come to terms with truly how we feel if we put our heads together we just stay home forever they're painted i think i like you after all Oh, and Rodney, while you're shaving, shave my phone. <laughs> 1015 WQM, we got some exciting news for you, boys and girls, moms and dads. Here you go. Phil Henry. Are you sure? So they pushed it back a week. That's the bad news, his uh, syndication. But the good news, the very exciting news is that he's going to be on in this market on Stupid Talk, just like I predicted. And I kind of had that in the back of my mind that they would probably do what they're going to do. And why the hell not? Give it a shot, okay? Give us a little competition here. He's on from 10 o'clock at night till uh, 1 in the morning, and then they're going to replay the tape the next day from 9 in the morning until noon. How do you like that? Are you sure? Positive. That's the information that we get. Can we? Well, I don't think we can compete with that, can we? No. No. So they're going to have like six hours of Phil Henry a day now on uh, Stupid Talk, which I guess will probably cut back Rick and Suds an hour. Uh-huh. Huh. So I think we're probably going to be out of business, so let's go out with a big bang these last couple of weeks. Here's Miami. Hello. 
Neil? Yes, sir. I always listen to your show every day, and I'm starting to get concerned. About? Because you impact a lot of people's lives. Uh-huh. And I, I used to believe in God, and now I don't, I don't believe in God anymore. Uh-huh. And how about if there is a God? Uh-huh. You know, what's going to happen next? We're going to die? Yeah, we'll see you in hell. You're not scared? No. Are you? I'm well, not scared. I only, get, I only get scared when I get calls like this from Chronic Julios. Then I get real scared. Oh, yeah, you dig it. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on it. That was a real uh huh. That took a real rocket scientist to figure that out. You know what I'm saying? In fact, as soon as I heard the voice, I was thinking, yeah, yeah came to mind. By the way, we're gonna have to work real hard to uh, build up George's appearance tomorrow because George asked Gary Sarner, well, give us a little for information about my appearance at Prime Co tomorrow from noon to two, so I can promote it. And Gary said, yeah. And then we went to uh, you know Sam the Sham and the nephew and tried to get some information from both of them, and they said, yeah. Which seems to be a lot of that going around these days, you know? Uh-huh. Wait till we talk about Diana Ross, by the way, getting first at the airport at Heathrow. Oh, my God. What a bitch. What a disgusting, desperate bitch, Diana Ross, who looks like, by the way, not a day over 85. Here's a call from Atlanta. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing this morning? Okay. Listen, uh, just wanted to let you know we listen to you up here, believe it or not, on the Internet. I believe it. And uh, I heard your call from the thanks for calling lady i'll tell you you're much better than the neil we have to listen to uh locally over neil Bortz, mm-hmm. the worst mm-hmm. i tell you you've got some of the worst radio in atlanta i've ever heard in my life cox cox broadcasting should be sued there should be a class action suit for the crap that they put on the air on wsb it's just horrible i mean it is just absolutely pathetic yeah but yeah, uh, it's an insult basically what they're saying is we think everybody who lives in the metropolitan atlanta area is a real yahoo who picks their nose a lot and that's why we're going to put this garbage on here yeah nose well, picking radio pretty much pretty much well yeah. that's but uh you know i guess atlanta does have its good points compared to miami so that's why we're here yeah but uh i did want to give you a little uh info on the uh a lot of bombing stuff like that well not actually on that actually for all things in atlanta you're going to get some information on Sukkot. yeah okay great and uh, what it is, it's a holiday. It uh, goes for seven, eight days, just kind of like Passover. Eight days? Yep. On the well, eight days of Sukkot? Yeah, the eight day is, sim- is actually Simchus Torah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's like pretty much one of the two people oh go. Oh, God, like I said, they just keep they just keep on coming. Yeah, well, that's sort of like Those the big party holidays. night. Squirt, squirt. They just keep on coming. Exactly, exactly. But uh, it's sort of like, you know, a time where people actually go in and build these booths out in the yard and they eat out under the stars, kind of like an Italian grotto type of deal. Yeah, what do they eat? Anything uh, special? Uh, well, there's, uh, different fruits and vegetables, like you were saying before, but, uh, you know, it's basically, uh, I don't know if there's anything really special in terms of, in terms of foods, you know, except some of the same stuff you eat on, uh, Rosh Hashanah, but, uh, brisket. Well, yeah. Let it down. Always pop a brisket in there. Yeah. Always safe. If it's a Jew holiday, pop a brisket in there. Yeah. Cook it wrong. Cook it for 18 hours, uh, you know, until it's like shoe leather. Right. Except except on Yom Kippur. That's not a good day to eat it. But any other day, it's always a good day for brisket. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, pal. Absolutely. All right, Neil. I just wanted to give you you a hello from Atlanta. Say hi to my good little friend Bob Neal up there and tell him he's an asshole. Oh, can I call somebody a. uh... Yes, sir. Go ahead. Okay. Aaron Goldberg, you're 100% glot kosher certified OU. You know what? Oy. Okay. Thanks. Sai Okay, there you go. All the way from Atlanta, we had to go to get a little information about Sukkis. Boy. So anyway, about George's appearance tomorrow. <laughs> uh, 
I'm going to be uh, giving a little inside information, by the way, about the QAM dumb detector that our sales department, everybody who comes to work in our sales department is equipped with one of these things. It's a gadget that looks very similar to those deals that they sell you to go out in the, uh, on the beach, you know, those metal detectors where you search for coins and rare uh, whatever, metal. Only it's a dumb detector. Oh, yeah. And our sales department walks up and down the streets of South Florida, and every now and then when they find just the right place, a little sound goes off. And then they walk in the door and say, yeah. and they say, sign me up. Just here, just hand over the money. That's all. And they do. It's amazing how many stupid people are on this market that keep handing over their money to this joint. And do we do anything for them? No. No, as little as possible, as little as we can get away with. Right, Gary Sarner? Uh-huh. Right. What a putz. Here's a mobile in, uh, what is that? A mobile Oops. in mobile? Oops. A mobile in somewhere. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, is that you? That's me. Uh, Neil, uh, happy Sincastora, happy Sufis. Um, I'm only a half Jew, but uh, I grew up in Chicago as a kid uh, living next door to a family on the, uh, the, the father's a rabbi. Mm-hmm. Um, and to celebrate Sukkot, they always uh, built a sukkah, which is a, uh, a hut. I remember that record, of, the uh, sukkah shack. The sukkah shack, mm-hmm. right. Uh, they, uh, they, they made this And you know what Barnum of, said, there's a sukkah born every minute. <laughs> this is bad. They made uh, this hut out of branches and leaves and twigs, and um, and fruit has a lot to do with the holiday. I think they eat uh, nuts and uh, fruit and uh, things like that over over sukkahs. Nuts and but, fruit. Um, um, but I enjoyed uh, watching them build their sukkah every year, and I thought um, that uh, there'd be a little more information. Oh, well, what's the for point? You. What's the purpose of it? Do you have any idea? I mean, uh, the per- they'd go in there and they'd uh, they'd, they'd, they'd eat their food and they'd also have prayer inside the sukkah. Mm-hmm. And and I think it did last for a number of days, oh. and um, it was quite interesting uh, watching what's going on from next door. Okay, well, they were a lovely family. Better than than us. Thank you very much. Okay, Tell thanks for the good day. news and the happy sukkahs. Happy sukkahs, everybody, from your good friend oh. at WQAM. Yeah, we're out of business now that Phil Henry's going to be on 9 to noon every day on tape. They're on Stupid Talk. They probably figure we're peeing in our pants. Are we peeing? A lot. No. Oh, yeah. See, because the interesting part of it is get paid one way or the other. By the way, I got my check today. Get paid one way or the other anyway. You know. Now, are they going to have somebody with a dumb detector to go out and buy spots there? 56705 didn't work too good at the other place. And pound 560 on the uh, mobile line. I'm not going to call it. Am I? The mobile line, the call-in line, because I've got more information about that, which uh, your friend George over there at Mobile One isn't going to be real happy about, but nevertheless, and I'm not real happy about either. But as usual, we're in the dark. It's only, I mean, it's only our uh, part of our lifeblood is the phone lines, you know? That's only what the show is all about. So why should our sales department bother telling and giving us any information about that when they don't bother doing about like when George is doing his appearance at Prime Coaster in Oakwood Plaza in Hollywood from noon to 2 tomorrow? And the only information we can get, it's uh, just east of Sterling or Sheridan exits on 995. Why does it say just east of the Sterling or Sheridan exits? What does that because mean? Because the Oakwood Plaza a mile apart. runs the length of uh, oh, it does? the property between Sheridan Ster- uh, and uh, Sterling. Huh. So like I said, just so you can get off at either exit, so to speak. And I'll be recreating the events at the Swing Club using sock puppets. Come out and spin the QAM wheel to win prizes is all it says, and that's uh, all the information we can get on this. George will be there noon at 2, so please come out and uh, make him feel like you really cared about seeing him there and tell him he'll be really great uh, being up against Phil Henry starting October 4th. Here's uh, Pompano. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. 
geez, a lag in, in listener phone calls on 1700. I don't know that I've ever heard a listener phone call on 1700. Has, the question is, has anybody ever heard 1700? Not whether they've ever called there, but has anybody other than Barry ever heard them for more than like two or three minutes? Well, I went, when they first came on, um, I turned out, obviously out of curiosity, and it was just nice for a while not to hear the same calls. Hey, Mad Dog, uh, you yeah. think your teal green's gonna stretch the defenses this year? And right. who's the running back's gonna be? But then they've got Jim Barry. Oh. On from like 12 to 2 or 2 to Another 4. Another silly person. He's like, he's like a male Angel Ray. By the way, let me interrupt you for okay. one second before I forget this. Speaking of Angela Ray, they got a new deal now where they, they talk, they do the news on Channel 4 right up until Dan Rather starts talking, and they show Dan's face on the screen there at CBS, and she says yesterday, and now let's go to Dan Rather at CBS in New York, and she starts <laughs> cracking up, and he starts out with this horrible story about the guy getting sentenced, you know, that did the lynching, one of the guys in the Texas, and, and she's just lost it, just laughing her ass off, and I thought, what, she needs a butterfly net. She needs to be put away, yeah, Angela Ray. But anyway, I'm sorry. That's all right. Now, when Jim Barry opens up his show, he's got the, the, the like the intro song playing the Funk Soul Brother. Uh huh. I'm like, is yeah, <laughs> there a black guy brother. in this town with less funk and less soul than Jim Barry? I don't know who it is. But uh, I, I guess that's his whole idea. Like when he does that juking and jiving and those stupid videos he did on Channel Four, he's just a professional spook. I guess is what he thinks he is. Didn't he leave town for a while and come back? Yeah, they kicked yeah. his ass out, and then uh, nobody else would take him. He had to come back. Very dismayed that he mm -hmm. came back. Hey, in addition to which, keep in mind that he's a big he, because he was in Chicago. He's from Chicago, I guess, or at least he worked up there. He's a fan of all the Chicago sports teams. He don't even like the teams down here. But why would you leave Chicago? I mean, Chicago is just awesome. I mean, that's a real town. Right. Well, if you I can't get if, if you, if you get your ass blown out of there, you got to go somewhere. Hey, um, I, I, sent, I sent the facts over to you last night with a couple of editorials from the yeah, I got it. This I got it. Uh, unbelievable. I, I'm trying to figure out whether that first guy is serious or not with his praise of Brian Norcross and Alex Pinellas, uh, the New Jersey guy. Yeah, I got it here. I'll get to him. Hi, right, Neil. Thanks, pal. Have a good one. See ya. Yeah, Norcross and Pen Mayor Penis, they're my heroes. I'll tell you that. No question about that. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line ten twenty six. We're gonna to have to find out if there's anybody who's gonna still listen to us. By the way, from ten to noon, once Phil Henry goes on uh, nine forty, because otherwise I'll just stay home till noon every day. In fact, what we'll do is we'll just play Phil Henry bits. There's an idea. There's a great idea. If it turns out that we got real problems there, which I doubt, but nevertheless, if we did, because you know who wants to listen to a tape of the same show? But if they miss it at night, they'll have to tune in the next day. And if we wind up starting to get some real serious competition there, we'll just play some real good old the bits from Phil, some of the best of, instead of waiting to the other stuff, you know. 26 after 10 at 560 WQA. Neil Young. Hello. You have reached Dickey's Workers' Choice Catalog and Information Line. To speak with a representative or if you have a rotary phone, please stay on the line. Thank you. Transferring to an operator. Please wait. Dickie's Customer Service, this is Luann. How may I help you? Yeah, my Luann, hi. Hi. You like Dickie's? Sure. I guess a lot of women do, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I believe so. My woman says she loves to get Dickie's. I see. <laughs> she likes a lot of them. Yeah. And understand some gay guys like Dickie's? Well, I really don't know. <laughs> Never yeah. really thought about that. What's the biggest Dickie's you've seen? Well, sir, uh, we go up to a 72 waist. Oh, my God. You like little Dickie's, too? Sir, um, I think my girl basically likes big dickies. Well, is there a point to this conversation, sir? Yeah, just that I get to say dicky a lot on the phone. <laughs> uh, were you wanting to place an order, sir? For what? For clothing. What? I want to talk about dickies. Well, sir, that's what we carry is clothing. Huh? 
Dicky, Dicky. Sir, if there's no other uh, reason that you're calling this... My mom about... liked Dickies, and a lot of women like Dickies. Uh, sir, I'm going to disconnect. No, it's talking about Dicky. 1032 at 560 WQAM, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the uh, Dickey line. We got uh, Jim Mandits today from yeah. uh, the QAM Golf Tournament. Is there any special reason why I guess Hank's on his way to New, uh, New England is where he's going to be this weekend for ESPN. Jimmy Johnson show between 5 and 6. That's the Jimmy We Could Be Really Special Johnson show. And then uh, 6 o'clock we got talking baseball with Donnie B because, unfortunately, it's not over yet. It's getting close. It ain't over yet. The Rockies and the Marlins. And then we got the Panther Lightning game on Waxy at 7 o'clock tonight. With Jigs McDonald. Will the real Jigs McDonald please stand up? The first game I heard that he did was pretty damn good, right? That Atlanta game. And then we heard him in that Tampa game here a couple of nights ago, and uh, not too good, Jigs. So we'll see which, uh, which you know, two out of three ain't bad. Here's Perrine. Hello. Perrine. Going once. 22 minutes and 11 seconds they've waited, and they're gone. Hank is going to Pittsburgh to do that game. Hank is going where? To Pittsburgh. I thought he told me he was going to uh, Boston. Who told you that? Uh, some voice on the phone here. Oh. Well, so what? The, let me ask you something. What difference does it make where he's going? I just mentioned that in passing, and right away, bah, 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 bah. what difference does it make where he's going? Changed. He changed. Five six seven oh five sixty, and it still doesn't make any difference where he's going. Okay, we got a bunch of nitpickers in here. Like I said, Hank's going somewhere. That's why Mandish is on today. Okay. All right. Okay. God. Maniacs. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Who cares where Hank's going? There you go. <laughs> Listen, speaking about the uh, baseball, you said something about the baseball. The Marlins are about to hit the milestone. Did you read that in the paper today? No, I don't read about the Marlins. It's just, it. You'll love this. Just, with two more wins, Florida would avoid 100 losses. Yeah, well, that's season. their goal now, right, to avoid 100 <laughs> losses. You said something about golf. John Daly, you know, uh, he, he said he's still like, yeah, well, he said he, said, he still has a uh, Drinking, he's got uh, he's got alcohol in his blood, and he's going to lose his um, Callaway Golf uh, endorsement, which is in pain of three million a year. Right, I saw that. Yeah, oh, you did. Okay, mm-hmm. so I thought he was pretty he's pretty an idiot for not uh, not trying to clean his act up. Well, but what do you mean not trying to clean his act? Well, he said he can't. He, yeah, he they, said they, he show, can't. they showed him on there the other day. He had the shakes. He said he doesn't even yeah. want to give up anymore. He's just uh, addicted, like I'm addicted to sugar. Yeah, I know. And he said, "Well, it's a piss off. I know I, 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 I can't drink again." I got one question for you, Neil. Who decides? What commercials go on your show? Bottom line, you or or um, you know, how many times have we been through this? You've been I mean, through I'm, this yourself. You said um, it's your, your show. You decide everything. What goes on your show? Of course what? not. Talent doesn't decide what commercials go on. They only decide what sponsors they're going to endorse live commercials. But as far as the recorded spots, we have nothing to say about them. So that explains why why your the uh, war memorial the, the gun thing went on. Right. Okay, well, I was just, just we, have no, we have no control over that. Oh, okay. Just, just curious. I right, listen, you have a good weekend. Okay, right? back to you, sir. Whatever. How many times do we have to keep repeating the same tired, old, I mean, old and tired and tired and old and ponderous and just, oh, man, it just tears your kishkis out. We have nothing to say about those freaking gun show spots. Let me say it again. We work for a whore operation, and they're all whore operations, although this one's in a category by itself, but nevertheless. And like I said, if, if you'd let our salespeople come by with their dumb detector, and if you're dumb enough, just hand us a bunch of money. Don't expect us to do too much for you, like George's appearance at Primeco tomorrow. 
that we're having to beg and plead. I mean, here it is tomorrow noon to 2, he's going to be there, expecting now people hopefully maybe to show up to make him look good so it looks like he's doing something for the money he's getting paid, which he'll take the money anyway whether you show up or not. But nevertheless. In Hollywood at the Oakwood Plaza. Yeah, like I said, I mean, uh, you know, geez, we got some nerve. And they resented here the idea that we're such troublemakers that we want some information which might induce somebody to come by and go. Well, what's the purpose of these appearances? Why does anybody go anywhere, you know? Just give us a little information. And they just refuse to do it. They, I'm going to tell you, I'm glad to see there's competition coming from all sides. This, this is the greatest thing for anybody. I've always said that. There's nothing that makes you more lethargic and more crappy than when you got a, the, all, the ball game all to yourself, which this place has had now for about two years. They've had the ball game all to themselves. And now you understand why the, uh, the Mr. Big Shot, Mr. Ego, Mr. Uh, Hot Shot Sports Guy, why he got panicky when that uh, joke the fan went on the ear and was suing this one and suing that one and uh, muttering and having a nervous breakdown. Because he knew that Barry Jackass would write 6,000 uh, columns in a row to try to get everybody down there at that end of the dial. Is it going to work? No. No, but nevertheless, at least it will keep him on his toes here. Here's a lady mobile in Boynton Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi, yes. Do you hear me? I hear you. Okay. Hear you. I'm hear calling me? in regards to a segment yesterday about Puerto Rico. Yes. Where uh, some asshole called and said that Puerto Rico should be blown up. Uh-huh. And uh, I'd just like to comment that uh, Puerto Rico is unfortunately part of the United States. Sixty percent of its people live below U.S. poverty standards. Uh And unfortunately, we do have a lot to be pissed off about. Unfortunately, colonization is the downfall of civilization, Uh and that is why we Uh have plenty of reason to be pissed off. And I love your show. Okay. Take care. And have a great day. (laughs) She loves the show, but she's pissed off. Well, listen, can I tell you? Just have a good laugh about it, yeah. and life goes on. By the way, speaking of depressing things like uh, Puerto Rico having all that poverty, I uh, got—I mentioned yesterday I got this letter, this fax from Ryan Doherty, who's a student at the uh, University of Florida in Gainesville, and he was a good friend of uh, Brian Two, one of the two kids that got killed last weekend. And uh, he's, you know, the letter that he sends, and I'm sure he's probably listening right now, he, he faxed this to me, and I would read it on the air, except... Brian, I hate to break the news. Ryan, I, I don't know how to say this to you, but nobody cares. I mean, I, I, I could come on and get very emotional, and the letter is very heartfelt, and it wouldn't take very long to read it. But I would be uh, leading you down the garden path, Ryan, because uh, nobody cares. That's why there's nothing been written about this uh, just about anywhere. And the people get brutally, they get slaughtered every day in this country. It's a slaughterhouse, and nobody cares. They just accept it, and we just keep rolling right along, and uh, that's it. That's America for you. So I wish I could, you know, offer some uh, something. And if I sound insensitive, I'm not trying to be, but it's just uh, pointless. You know what I'm saying, Ryan? I appreciate your sentiments and your efforts, but uh, nothing I read or do here on the air is going to change anybody's uh, attitudes about violence and uh, brutality and killing. You know, like what time's that fight on? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Don't forget, George at the uh, Prime Coast store tomorrow in Hollywood. Noon to two at the Oakwood Plaza. Well, if I just mention it off enough, somebody ought to show up just out of sympathy. They'll be singing and dancing. They'll be singing and dancing. Maybe Joe and Carl will show up dining and dancing. They don't have any free food like Joe and Geldy got at their appearance tomorrow. But, you know, you're not Joe and Geldy yet. you got a long way to go till you catch up to them. Maybe I'll, I'll bring a bucket of chicken with you or something. There you go. Or maybe just bring those uh, certificates, maybe for the macaroni. Hey, there you go. Tomorrow, huh? Since those came from Gary, there you go. They came from Gary Sarna. That'll tie right in. We'll give away some certificates for some free meals at uh, Macaroni Grill at George's appearance tomorrow. They can spin the wheel for him. There you go. They can spin the wheel. See, leave it to me to come up with something, even though i got nothing to do with this. 
Well, somebody's got to try for you, for Christ's sakes. This place sure as hell won't. Well, what is that that uh, keeps beeping? Is that in there? Is that in here? What is that? Is that this thing again? Must be in the end. Oh, God. 20 before 11 at 560 WQM. If you're... Here's the guy. He sucks, okay? Okay. When a moon is hanging out a window, some imbecile is proud of his behind. You've now received way too much info, and the image is burned into your mind. There's nothing grosser than a man with a hairy ass. Man with a hairy ass. Oh, a hairy ass. A hairy ass. Doesn't help a girl's libido when you wear a tiny speedo. You can make it look much neater if you buy a good weed eater. It's a problem that you must solve. Even the baboon is more evolved. A hairy ass. A hairy ass. When a girl is lying in a dark room. Her brand new lover's naked in her bed. She runs her fingers down his body and lets out a scream that wakes the dead. Her hands are tangled up in his scary hairy ass. His scary hairy ass. A hairy ass. A hairy ass. You're welcome, WQAM. Dolphin Show is star of Waffin Lineup, says Very Jackass, but New Station needs to sure up the rest of its schedule. This would be hysterical if it weren't so pathetic. Very, like I said before, you think you're fooling anybody? No. Even a retarded? No. Even a uh, imbecile? No. Even a uh, people at O Point? No. No. This is so tragic, which I will read, by the way, in its entirety, just in case you missed the Herald, or just in case you couldn't find the sports section. Yeah, they redid the format of the Herald today. Anybody see it? The most pathetic, the most unacceptable. You can't find anything. For example, the editorial page is in section B. It wasn't bad enough that it used to be, you know, every newspaper I know of, the editorial page, at least Monday through Saturday, is on a back inside page, so it's easy to find. Then the Herald decided, well, that wasn't good enough. That was too easy, so they'll move it like two pages back inside. Now that they've come up with their new format where you can't find anything, it's back in the B section somewhere. As in, we'd be really confused. Here's Hollywood. Hello. With a question mark. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, you know, you're so pathetic. Yeah, okay. Thanks for yeah. listening. Thanks for listening, though, to 560 QAM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pathetic. That's why you're listening, pal. Thank you very much. Another crappy, old, craggy, disgusting, old fart taking up space that living and breathing people could be taken up here. Oh, by the way, speaking of that. Anybody ever almost get in a wreck because you somebody saw somebody a pedestrian like that looked really incredibly good all the time? Not like this though. I was going to the uh, post office there on hiatus last night. I'm going east on Oakland Park Boulevard, and I'll, I'll be very specific. It was about 5:20 in the afternoon. Maybe this young man might be listening right now. Come on down and just sit around here with your shirt off, pal. So there was like a little fender bender, and the cop had the two cars in the left hand and turn lane right around 115th Terrace in Oakland Park, going uh, east there on Oakland. And here's a young man standing in his jeans with his shirt off, which uh, even though it's 100 degrees down here, for some reason, only ugly people here run around naked. Have you ever noticed that? Real fat, paunchy people run around like the French Canadians. So help me God, I thought I was going to have a wreck right there. Thank the Lord there wasn't a lot of traffic because I wasn't paying no attention to who was in front of me, behind me, to my right, only to my left. I don't think I've ever seen anybody in the history of my life who looked like that. And I said to myself, holy crap! 
but it happens very rarely here. Because very rarely here do you see anybody. Most of the people here are like this last fossil I called from Hollywood. You're so pathetic. Yeah. What the hell would you do if I weren't here, pal? What would you do? What would you be doing for these four hours every day? Probably a little Russian roulette practice, no doubt. Maybe that was Barry Jackass's uh, boyfriend. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Yeah, listen, um, I wanted to call you earlier in the week, but I, I couldn't because I was working. But I really enjoyed your shows on uh, hazing and uh, initiations of the fraternities. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a friend of mine who went to uh, Florida State, and he told me what one of the fraternities did up there was they had a thing called the Olive Race, where they take the the... The guys that are trying to get into the fraternity, they wake them up like at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, take mm -hmm. them to a field, get them all naked. Put them get them all naked. How do you like that? Always get them all naked for starters. Maybe a little booze first and then get them all naked, yeah. Yeah, they put them uh, on all fours. They stick an olive in their ass. Crack them, yeah. And then they make them like crawl or on all fours uh, like I guess 50 or 100 yards. And uh, the loser has to eat all the olives. Mm. Ain't that <laughs> yummy? Yeah, that's uh, and, oh, it's terrible. I mean, uh, talk about anal retentive. I think there are a bunch of fruitcakes in all those fraternities. Sounds like it to me. Hey, one more thing. Doesn't sound like a real heterosexual pursuit to me, but what would I know? Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> one more thing. Yes, sir. What, what's your opinion on the people's elbow? The what? The people's elbow. Which is what? Don't you watch pro wrestling? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. <laughs> the people's what do you say? The people's rectum. Oh yeah. Save those olives for your martini, by the way, pal. Here's a mobile in Cooper City. Hello. Uh, Neil, I think that guy couldn't get into the fraternity. I think that's what happened. Mm -hmm. Maybe he just no. couldn't get the olive out of his rectum. Happy Sukkot, Neil. Yeah. Uh, you keep me up on the Jewish holidays and, and, and the Yiddish that goes along with it. I'm going to go see George tomorrow. I think I'll have time. But no, I'm you're thinking, not the guy. You're not the guy that threatened to go that other time, are you? No, 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 no. Because that no, guy's not going to go. You could probably goose the numbers up for the for the appearance that he brings his wife. I hear she's pretty hot. Uh huh. Maybe give away a swing date with George and his wife. There you go. All right, that is a good idea. He can troll for a swing partners tomorrow. Yo, know, could I make a suggestion? Yes, sir. Uh, why don't you get a pound five sixty prime co line? It's the only reason I don't switch to Prime codes because I'm uh, too cheap to call you if it's on my dime. So hey, listen, listen, I have no control over any of these things, although in the next uh, few days I am going to be discussing with the powers that be here. they got to do something with this phone or else uh, they can blow it out their ass. Well, right, right down, yeah, the, phone, the phone sucks, but right, right, down, uh, right down the Prime Co. idea. Okay. So I can buy a phone tomorrow. Thanks. Big Jim and Pool Todd, major douchebag. See ya. Bye, yeah, suggest that to them while you're there, by the way, tomorrow, George, which he ain't listening because he's arguing with somebody on the phone. Suggest that to them tomorrow. At Primeco, that we get a line. We need all the lines we can get because we got a whole bunch of people out there who can't call. And if we're going to expect the listeners to pay on their dime to call this place and wait through these long, ponderous commercial breaks, we got another, I think, uh, <laughs> coming. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. If you get a pound 560 Primeco line, I'll drop my AT&T phone tomorrow because I've got a... I've got a Primeco phone that's not uh, currently hooked up, and I'd love to go back to them. The reception is great. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, the uh, Miami Herald editorials ought to be back in the classified section since they're all bought and paid for. Mm -hmm. and, uh, or maybe next to the funny pages. Absolutely. Uh, that's about it, Neil. Okay, see ya. Whew. Okay, that clears the board. Now we can get into Barry Jackass's column, which, like I said, I will read in its entirety because it uh, is well worth it.
to show you just how desperate. I mean, you know, you got a major market newspaper and you use this putz as like a pawn is what he is. He's the tool. Dolphin show is star of Waffen lineup, but news station needs to shore up the rest of its schedule, says Barry Jackass. Nearly a month has passed since 1700 the fan launched the South Florida's second sports radio station. See, Barry would like there to be a hundred sports radio stations because he's such a moron. He's such, he's the ultimate nerd. So he really believes that's all that anybody cares about. Unfortunately, like the, it's nighttime signal, the quality of the programming has been hit and miss, says Barry. Rhymes with one listener's scorecard, meaning his, of course. And of course, are there any other listeners? No. So he should have said their listener's scorecard. The evening, pro- the Dolphins program, 6 to 8 p.m. with Herald sports writer Armando Salguera and ex-QAM freelancer Bruce Warner has emerged as the station's best talk show. And no, this opinion has nothing to do with Salguero being a Herald colleague, he says. Without, now here's, here's the capper. Without question, the show provides more quality information for Dolphins than any other regular sports talk program in the market. Are you ready for that? The fans' dolphin show has the potential to do the most damage against WQAM, which often airs dull, limited-appeal Marlins and Panthers pregame shows during part of that time slot. Now, there, I have no no quabble with what he just said about how dull those pregame shows are, and of course uh, the Marlins games, anything to do with them is dull and a tune-out. But, but to cast it in those terms makes it so obvious. You'd have to be deaf, dumb, blind. You'd have to be like Helen Keller and been dead for 50 years not to see where this is all coming from. Barry? Yeah, they got more doll fans, get more information there than like from the Jimmy We Could Be Special show or from Hank or from Jim Mandich or from Dave Wanstead or any of these things. It's Armando Salguero and Bruce Warner. They provide you with more dolphin information. Without question, says Barry. Then we get to the middays, okay? See, we think that Phil Henry's going to be a stiff competition. Wait till you hear this. Scott Kaplan and Sid Rosenberg, Oy. who broadcast their syndicated show on more than 25 radio stations as well as the Internet, have good chemistry and engage in lively, often amusing dialogue. Their 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. program fills a real niche because WQAM airs non-sports programming, in parentheses, Neil Rogers, during that slot. Rosenberg, in particular, impresses with his depth of knowledge and quick retorts. But the show drags at times, such as when Rosenberg recites his weekend plans, who cares, and spends several minutes guessing which was the highest-grossing movie of the summer. Why didn't Kaplan just give the answer and move on? Also, producers go overboard on sound effects on that show, says Barry. They, they fill a real niche. There's a tremendous void. There's a tremendous vacuum and need in this market for another sports program between 10 and 2 because, in parentheses, Neil Rogers is on. Not the highest-rated talk show in the market is on during that period of time. Never, never, ever has Barry, of course, because he's got such tremendous integrity. Never has he ever mentioned since he wrote those horrible doom and gloom predictions about what would happen to this radio station if Neil Rogers came on the air here. About the ratings that we've had and how we exceed by, like, take all the other talk shows put together and we probably uh, are, like, on a par with that. Or maybe uh, got them beat. Put together. You put that in there, Barry? No. No. The afternoon programming has been more locally oriented than the station originally envisioned. GM Tony Kalatayud, or whatever his name is, tried to acquire rights to the popular Mike and uh, the Mad Dog show from the fan in New York, but WFAN would not cooperate because it feared calls from Miami would hurt ratings. And believe me, they would. If they ever heard the calls from Miami, they would know they would hurt. 
ESPN Radio, meanwhile, decided to remain with WQAM, even though QAM airs very little of its programming. That prevented Kalata Yud from pursuing the rights to Dan Patrick's new ESPN Radio talk show, 1 to 4 p.m., or carrying any of Tony, Cornhole, Tony Cornhole's 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. program. You know Tony, Tony Cornhole? See, George, this is all foreign language to George. You don't understand any of this because of, yeah, you're not part of the fraternity. You're not part of the goddamn club, man. You better get with it. Okay, to be continued in a moment, 1056 at QAM. This is 560 QAM. They're at my feet now. We have to hold them down. I love the sweet sensation of strange hands on my pie. Rectum. It's like a new addiction. I've been on stage at night. Sometimes they take their clothes off and stop dancing in the aisle. Oh, right. Well, I know that I should make them stop putting on. Eleven oh two at five sixty WQM. So continuing with Barry's uh, masterpiece this morning, and believe me, it goes on and on, which is good. It'll kill some good time. Unlike a few WQAM hosts, Jim Barry, two to four p.m., treats callers with respect and does not level personal attacks against athletes and others. He's nice. He's silly, but he's nice. He's also attracted quality guests, including several Heat players. But Barry, who's better on television, needs a co-host to generate spicier conversation. His theme shows, such as recalling best sports memories, should be safe for a slower time of the year, like July. The late afternoon show, 4 to 6 p.m., needs an overhaul. Ex-Dolphin Mercury Morris, who continues an on-air audition, says nothing the average fan wouldn't know. Incredibly, Morris recently refused to say where he thinks Dan Marino ranks among the league's best quarterbacks. That's what we're paying you for, co-host John D. Candido pointed out, exasperated. The obscure D. Candido, competent but colorless, has had to assume too large a role because of Morris deficiencies. Station minority owner Mortestes Destrada, the show's third host, must demonstrate sports knowledge beyond baseball. And then here comes Barry's frustration because Barry, of course, hates Hank like he hates me, but Hank's multiplied times 100, and you got how much he hates Hank. Can't 1700 come up with a more formidable show in its most important time slot? Asked the very exasperated Barry. Can't they do it? No. Kalata Yu, to impress during a stint on WQAM, says he doesn't have time to go on air, but he'd be an improvement over D. Candido. 1700, the fans should continue experimenting with guest hosts. Nat Moore, for instance, until it finds the right mix. God damn it. Barry's pissed off. Can't they do something better against that fatso? The Herald's Dan LaBastard couldn't join 1700, the fan, because WQAM picks up his ESPN radio show. Why, we don't know. Whammy's Mark Jones, who had discussions with 1700, didn't have time to do a late afternoon show. The most eye-opening development has been evening co-host Judy Prado's ability to secure live interviews with marquee guests like Albert Bell, Gary Sheffield, Ricky Williams, and Mitch Richmond. The personable Prado, who should become more polished over time, hasn't received any help from Seth Jacobson, her co-host on the 8 to 10 p.m. Sports Night Club. Jacob, oh, Sports Night Club. 
How do you like the name of that show? That, <laughs> that's perfect. Jacobson, a whammy producer, goes off on too many inane tangents, such as questioning women callers about flirting techniques and asking Prado which soap she uses and does she drop it. 1700 is carrying sports 20 hours on weekdays with Don Imus syndicated show 6 to 10 a.m. occupying the other four hours. You notice the way he like he shifts that to the end of this article morning drive like that's not important at all. The old dead man in the chair, Don and his brother Fred in the ranch. Uh, he's on 6 to 10 a.m. occupying the other four hours. Those throwaway called morning drive. Weekend programming has been solid, including live NFL and college games and Boomer Esiason syndicated radio show at 8 a.m. on Saturdays. Kalata Utes at ad sales have been strong and insist he's got the financial resources to survive long term. But the number of listener phone calls lags at times, says Barry. How is that possible? How could you not have a whole bunch of calls all the time? Huh? Do we have any now? No. No, we don't have a one on the board. And we have an audience. So you can just imagine when you have nobody listening, which they do at 17 on the end of the dial. And this this is what you're up against here as far as the media is concerned. We work for a station that doesn't promote at all, that won't spend a dime to promote anything on this radio station. And we got people in the media. And, of course, yes, we do rip them all the time, but deservedly so for things unassociated with this. But here's a campaign going on. Oh, they're just they're salivating over there. And you know something? Is it going to work? No. No. We and you know something? We had and never had one person call seriously. Not one person that wasn't a quack who's had anything to say about any of the programming on that radio station. None. Zero. Zippity doodah. Nada. Not a one. Just like we haven't had one call about the exciting announcement about Phil Henry going to be on the air 10 o'clock at night till 1 in the morning and then tape 9 a.m. to noon opposite us the last two hours every morning on the 940 Stupid Talk. If I had one call about that? No. No, not a call. Not one. Such is the state of broadcasting in this market, boys and girls. No wonder Tom Jicka sold his radio. No wonder Dr. Mark wasn't so upset when they repoed his radio. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I got news for you, Barry. If there's any interest in 1700 The Fan, we sure aren't hearing about it on this station. I'll tell you that. They must all be listening over there. Here's a mobile in Tamarack. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? This is Joe. Um, where is this station coming out of? Because I'm up in Tamarack, and I get 1700, but I don't get their station. Yeah. Well, what do you get? I, it's like real static. You can hardly hear it. Uh-huh. You mean, so, like, I mean, how good like that? they yeah. possibly be? Well, they got about six watts, I think. <laughs> and at, well, at night, you can't hear it anywhere unless you're sitting under their tower. Well, I don't think they're going to make it. Okay, thanks, Tony. There's our first call on uh, Waffin, or maybe the, maybe the second mention today. Although he can't hear it, so it's not really a comment. He just can't hear it. That's the comment, we can't hear it. Or maybe our radio won't pick it up, which there are a lot of radios that don't go that high. Barry, I think uh, you must be doing the jungle juice, Barry. You must be on acid because uh, it just ain't going to happen, sweetheart. And as much as, like I said before, about the uh, about the dumb detector we got to find some of the people that buy stuff on this radio station, I got news for you. Anybody who would buy spots on that radio station that has no discernible audience whatsoever, you really got to be crazy. How about a dollar a holler sounds pretty good. Uh-huh. Overpriced at best. Here's a mobile in North Miami. Hello. Yeah, he's lucky he can't hear it because the show sucks. Yeah. He's got nothing to worry about. Okay, thanks, Woody. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. He said he must be. He must uh, his uh, gerbil must have ran away or something, because this week all of a sudden after a long hiatus, Woody's making a big comeback. Must be desperate. Here's Fort Myers. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. 
I'll tell you, does baseball season ever end? I mean, it's it's just such just a nightmare. Just hang on one more week, pal. Just hang on. It's almost there. We're almost I, over with this Marlin crap. I'll tell you, I, I just don't know if I can take it. It seems like every time I get in the car, unfortunately, I work when you're on, so I, I haven't been able to get as much of you as I want. And, yeah. and your show really is great. I'll tell you, I, I love it. It really yeah, is. Despite what and, they say, yeah. But, you know, every time I get in my car at night, it's a pregame. It's an aftergame. It's like. Why would any advertiser want that audience that is going to be sitting home listening to the Marlin game? I mean, those right. people don't go out and spend any money. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Good just point. terrible. It really is. But, hey, the Tom Green Show keeps me going. And I didn't real world, last night. Was it a new one or a repeat last you night? You know what? Again. I, I, me too, because they've been screwing around putting on those repeats. I haven't really been keeping it's up on it. repeats till October. Oh, repeats till October. We didn't miss anything then. Thank God. Excellent. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, the uh, real world just seems to be getting a little interesting. The um, the, guy, uh, the the guy with the blonde hair, the gay guy, is, like, turning on everybody. So. That fruitcake? Yeah, Justin. have you seen oh, it lately? Justin, no, I don't watch that no more. I don't watch it, Justin. You know what? It, it's He's talking to a bitchy queen for me. It, it's gotten pretty good, I'll have yeah. to tell you. It really has. You should give it another chance and uh, take a look at it. Okay, pal. Hey, Neil, thanks a lot. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Okay. Call from Fort Myers. Well, I bet you if we had an 800 number, we'd be getting zillions of calls from over there. But, hey, don't start that again. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Friday, you bastard. Dear Alanis, I don't know if you remember me. But I was the guy whose house you set on fire last year. God, I miss you, even though you blew up my car. Cut all my hair off, I miss you, girl. But one quick question, do you think you could let me know when you might let me out of this pit? No one's fed me for weeks, but I'm not complaining. Don't misunderstand me, because I love you with all my heart. But if you happen to see my mother, please let her know I'm not dead yet. Dear Atlantis, I want to tell you that the guy you saw with your best friend, that wasn't me. He might have looked and talked just like me, but that's surely purely coincidental. I was nowhere near that place. I love you too much to look at anyone else. Dear Alanis, I had a dentist appointment that day, and I was nowhere near the Sheridan Meadowlands Hotel. I would never cheat on somebody who treats me so good and wins all those Grammys, has all that money. <laughs> hey, come on, let me out of the pit, will you? <laughs> come on. 15 at 560, WQM. God, Carlos sure has changed in the 24 hours, hasn't he? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Come on, lighten up a little bit. So anyway, speaking about that uh, desperate bitch, Diana Ross. And I noticed it must have been in the papers here yesterday because I didn't see anything about it. I did see a little clip here and there on the TV news, like about two seconds. Is this a desperate attempt for a news story? See, I know that anytime I'm in the airport, all the media, they're all there behind me, all the people, the TV crews and the cameras and the boom uh, microphones. So it must have just been a coincidence that they were all hanging out at Heathrow waiting for Diana Ross to get pissed off because she got frisked when she went through the uh, metal detector. And I know if I'm going to go through a metal detector at the airport, I always wear a big fluffy thing like she was wearing with a lot of feathers and stuff and with metal buttons on it. 
That's my favorite, as a matter of fact, to make sure the metal detector goes off. And Diana, to make a long story short, was all bent out of shape and made a big simis and a big publicity thing out of the fact that this woman, when she set the uh, metal detector off, that she uh, frisked her. Squeeze her boob. So I'm... Um, um, Channel surfing last night, and here's my good friend, uh, because there was absolutely nothing else on. Only $50. And who's he got on for the entire hour? We got around for the entire hour. Diana. I'll get back to you, Diana. And every time he might ask her anything that might even be slightly embarrassing, which is unusual for him. Ah, oh, Larry, I can't hear you. I can't. I'm having a hard time hearing you, Larry. To make a long story short, the woman first. And, of course, if Larry, who I'm sure has traveled abroad, who's been abroad, in a prior life. I mean, you, you got to know that in Europe, unlike here, when you go through the metal detector and you set it off, they don't just have the little wand like they do here. They're serious about it. they got a woman. If you're a woman, a woman uh, frisks you. And if you're a guy, a man frisks you. That's the way they do it. I've been frisked over there. And unfortunately, the guy that did it was ugly, but nevertheless. So she's all upset. Well, uh, I don't think she was really doing anything untoward, but she was doing her job, and it was very busy, but she was it was just unacceptable. It was doing it too fast, and her hands up there under my breast and in between my legs and down uh, my uh, backside. Well, guess what, Diana? That's what they call frisking, okay? So she threw a fit and a hemorrhage and a snit and then came back and uh, did the same thing to the woman and said, how does that feel, uh, yeah, like I did it at Broad on the MTV Awards? Yeah, this is Diana's new thing. She's running around grabbing boobs all over the world. Maybe that's her uh, new deal now, to try to prove, uh, I was going to say, her masculinity. So they got around there, and I, and I couldn't turn it off, I'll be honest with you, because she kept getting more and more embarrassing, and then they dragged her away. The police took her away, and they fingerprinted her and did a whole song and a dance. And too bad, okay? You don't act up at the airport, Diana. But like I said, where do these camera crews and all these all the boom mics and all this stuff, where all the, uh, they come from? Talk about desperate. Desperate. And who gets sucked into it for an entire hour putting her on national TV again? Only Unbelievable. Here's Davey. Hello. Yeah, Neo. Yes, sir. Yeah, what's going on with Phil Henry? Is he going to be on or what? you have any idea? No, I haven't heard anything about it. Who? Phil Come who? on! Phil who? He's going to be on another station. Is that what the did deal? I just get? Are you listening, sir? Why would I've you been ask, listening why on would and you ask? You've been listening all along. I got through explaining it to you very no, clearly. I, just, I missed that plot. Yeah. He's going to be on 940 Stupid Talk. 940 Stupid Talk? 10 p.m. to 1 a.m., and then they're going to replay the tape 9 in the morning till noon every day so you can listen to it while I'm on the first nine, two hours. Oh, well, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, you, you would. Hey, my Please. sister loves you. She's an edge. Uh, she's uh, works with Center One. Okay, she loves you. Thanks. Hero, Superman. Okay. Goodbye. Okay, get some help. Okay, five six seven oh five sixty. That's our first comment about Phil Henry being on the air, and he's kind of like, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't understand these people. It's like, oh, what are we going to get Phil? What's going to happen? And I'll like, give you the big news, which I didn't have to because obviously they're gonna, they're desperate over there. Gonna, they're going to stick him on against us for a couple hours every day on the tape. Thinking that that's nice going, people. You're a genius, baby. You're a desperate genius. Here's a mobile in the Weston. Hello. Mobile in Weston. Neil God. Yes, sir. Can oh, it are these people slow today or what? <laughs> no, my phone's beeping at the same time. Okay. Long time listener, first time caller. Yes, sir. And this is your second Phil Henry call. I just tuned in. When right. does that start? October 4th. Monday, October 4th. A week from Monday. 
oh, my God, can it be true? New it's life true. into this town. Yeah. You know, I've got a buddy who's a limo driver, and um, he, he used to drive Phil Hendry around a lot. He was telling me a story. One time he picked him up from the airport when he was coming back from Michigan, mm-hmm. went partying with him all night. He says he's just as hilarious in person as he is on the radio. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I'd love to meet him. All right, Neil, I'm out of material. Maybe I, I can fix you up with him. good news. Okay. Have a good day. It's been nice knowing you. Bye. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. That's all right. I can handle it. Call in and say your goodbyes now because you know we may not have a chance to speak between now and October fourth. I can handle it. I'm a big boy. Here's a Coral Gables. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. The best part of it is goodbye, Doctor Laura. Yeah. Yeah. But I am looking forward to this. Thank you for letting us know because mm-hmm. uh, uh, Rick and Sutton said nothing about it. I am no, this is, the, this is the first place in the world that this has been. Like anytime anything happens in radio, you always hear about it first on this show. This is the only oh, place course. where we unleash the truth. Well, it, even t- television, the first time I hear about it is on your station. Right. So, you know, it, it doesn't come to any surprise. I am looking forward to it. Um, when I was living up north, I listened to Phil Hendry when he was... Uh, in Atlanta. Yeah. And uh, I, I love the show. It's great. And thank you for letting us know. Okay. And see, I'm, right. not, I'm not paranoid. I mean, I know you won't be listening exactly. to us anymore. You'll be listening well, to I will. I will listen to. I will listen to him live at night. Oh. That, that would make and, sense to me, I would think, you know. But if you, yeah, don't, exactly. if you don't want to stay up till 1 in the morning, you know, you probably have to listen to the next morning couple Well, hours. I'll listen to it while I work evening shift. So that'll be perfect, perfect for me. Perfect for you. Perfect, because I'm getting ready to crash in as I get home. Okay. Have a great day, pal. All right. Bye. See you. See, there you go. There we're a lion. 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the AT. Yeah, we're peeing in our pants over here, Pete. We just don't know what we're going to do. That Pete Bolger, he knew, he said he'd get even with me someday. If it's the last thing he does, he's get over. going to get over a two-share on Sunday part over there. You think that's going to happen? No. No, I really don't, to be honest with you. I just don't think you're going to get any gigantic numbers over there, Pete. At least there'll be somebody to, uh, you know, to find Phil. Okay. But uh, I just don't think you're going to get a big number. And I don't think you're going to wind up selling tons and tons of... Uh, but then again, they don't worry about that stuff, you know? Which is why they don't pay anybody anything over there at Queer Channel. Here's Boynton Beach. Hello. Yeah, Neil? Yes, sir. Neil Gabby. Listen, I was calling. I wanted to find out, why don't you have an 800 number? I've sure, got an 800... A very simple answer, because I work for people who are a bunch of cheap pricks. That's the answer. Neil, I've got an 800 number here at my house. Right. And in your I, house... It, at my house, I also have one at the office, and it only costs six cents a minute and fifteen second increments. So that means most of your calls usually run about thirty seconds to maybe never more than a minute. So they're only yeah. But what about, about six... but what about when you have people on hold? Well, all right. So you're talking maybe twelve cents. I was on hold for about four minutes. Yeah. No, but you so, see, uh, there's there's a way around that, and I've suggested it to our program director, who of course responded by going. Yeah. In fact, when Larry King was on Mutual, when he was doing that awful nighttime show, Mutual, even as cheap as they were, they had an 800 number, and what they would do is they would let the phone keep ringing. You just keep ringing, and then when the producer would pick it up, just before they were going to put you on the air, so you didn't have people on hold for a long time, building up that gigantic bill, and the expenses wouldn't be as great if you're worried about being cheap, which these people are. In other words, if you really want to do it, there's a way to do it without it being a major expense. But these people don't. On any expense. But six cents a minute. I mean, and, and then 15 second increments. I mean, right. a 30 second call is going to cost less than four cents. Right. So you have a hundred, uh, you know, and you've got to, you should have some type of a budget with all of the viewers that, or listeners that you have. Yeah. <laughs> we should have. But should who, have. Who can, I, who can I call there to show them what kind of uh, uh, thing I've got? With, uh, I've got uh, I know several people over here like to see what kind of a thing you've got. Yeah. 
No, but who would I call? Call up Bluffton Jail directly. They might take a look at it. And an 800 number. Uh huh. Who, who would I? Who would I call there? Call up uh, Duff Lindsay, the program director. Duff Lindsay. Yeah. What's the phone number at his office? Just tell him get off your Duff. Well, what do you mean? What's the phone number at his office? Why well, do, do I call pound five sixty and ask for Duff Lindsay? Yeah, call. <laughs> No. Get call, well, what's the office number for this guy before I kill myself? 305-653-6796. And what's it? And the guy's name is really Duff Lindsay? Yes. You, I just tell him, get off your duck. Get off your duck. Yeah. Okay, Neil. Thank you, Have pal. A good one. Please, we need some assistance. Thank you. Now we got the audience going to bed for us, trying to get us a goddamn 800 line so we can actually talk to a bunch of people, which will we need it. I'm telling you desperately. Look at this. You think the fan ain't got a lot of calls? I got two calls on the board. I've been on the air here 23 years. We got a 90 share of the audience. Even the Schwarzers are all listening right now, and we still can't get anybody to call. And you wonder why they don't have any calls over there on 1790 on the AM dial that nobody can pick up, Barry? Is that what you're wondering right now, you idiot? Uh -huh. You little fat, pud-whacking piece of turd? Uh -huh. You imbecile? Yeah, a lot of what you say, Bobby, is true, Neil. <laughs> oh, man. I'd like to put together a, a, a station with him and Angela Ray, Brian Norcross, Rick Sanchez, just just call it the silly station. All the silliest people that we can find. Jim Berry, here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Yeah, Neil, the guy that you go to the games with, is that your boyfriend? No, it's not my boyfriend. Are you worried about that, Mitch? When are you going to be at the game like with a real human being, you jackass? You asshole that we always see you alone? Is that because nobody will go to the games with you, you imbecile, you jackass idiot? There's another great hockey call for you. Oh! 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Maybe he's jealous. John said he ain't interested, by the way, Mitch. He said you're an asshole. Thought that I was stubborn, stupid? Coming soon from One Star Pictures. Combining the highest grossing film ever, Titanic, and one of America's greatest stories, Moby Dick. Tommy Lee stars in Titanic Dick. Has either of you seen a white whale? No, but I just saw this guy out on a boat with his girlfriend. You should have seen the size of his schlong. Take me to him. As the boat sinks, Captain Ahab tries desperately to videotape Titanic Dick in action. Move in closer. My zoom lens only goes so far. Well, I don't you just walk up to the front of the boat, you peg-legged bastard. Titanic dick. Under the protection of the First Amendment, I videotape the scene. you sure this is legal? Playing now in VCRs across America. By the way, here's a personal message to Keith Smith Jr., who's a chronic listener and uh, sender of uh, pornographic mail. You're really sick, you know? I mean, desperately sick. Desperately, desperately ill. For 20-some years now, for the last 100 years, this man has been sending me the most grotesque pornographic crap I have ever, nobody in the world would want to see. But this morning, he has really uh, topped himself, so to speak. Squirt, squirt. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Anybody ever been frisked at the airport when you go through those metal detectors? Uh-huh. We all have. Did anybody make a fuss about it? No. Only Diana Ross. Because she's yesterday's news, because she's old and tired and worn out, and she desperately needs uh, a big, big uh, splurt there is what she needs, a splurt. Only $50. Yeah, I wonder, how much, I wonder how much they paid off to put the, her on there last night. For the entire hour, we got, uh, she was first at the airport. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I have to congratulate you on impeccable timing on your show. I don't know if anybody mentioned this or not. 
um, when Tom Glavin was pitching the other night against the Mets. Yeah. Uh, at the, they pulled him in the seventh inning, and at the end of the inning, he went over and gave his uh, his coach a little kiss on the cheek mm-hmm. on national TV. What's wrong with that? Uh, and that's a little grab-ass in the dugout. Maybe he's European. <laughs> Could be. No, they seem to like it, so mm-hmm. a little fraternity stuff going on. Maybe Tom Glavin's into grabbing. That could be. That's it. That's okay, all thanks for the good news. There you go on the Braves game, which, by the way, how about those Braves, huh? Oh! Kicked the Mets three in a row. How about that Chipper Jones? Oh! We don't want to talk about that. Two calls left on the board. Boy, I'll tell you, Barry, I think he got a point. I think they're all down there with those two very entertaining guys at 1700 on the dial because I'm hearing from our sales department. In fact, that's probably where all our live spots are gone, George. They're probably doing them all down there at 1700 on the fan. Because I hear those two guys in the afternoon and the midday are tremendous. And, I mean, between them on the one side and Phil Henry in the middle, I mean, we're out of business. Let's face it. You know, I mean, I'll take the money every two weeks, but we're out of business. We're done. Look at this response here, man. You know, you just have to be perspicacious enough to realize when uh, your time is up, when they call your number. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a lady in Pompano. Hello. Uh, hello. Yes, ma'am. Um, I just wanted to tell you. Why I think nobody calls? Uh huh. Because you keep hanging up on everybody. <laughs> uh huh. Anyway, my husband listens to. Did you. I hang up on the last guy? No, I no. was very impressed. Anybody who has anything to say, I listen to them. If they have nothing to say, I hang up on them because I, it's supposed to be entertainment. See, it's not unlike what Barry Jackass writes in his column this morning about how some of us are rude and uh, we don't uh, suck up to the callers. And we're supposed to be here for entertainment, not not to give a uh, demonstration of how to be polite. That's true. Okay. Anyway, I just wanted to tell you. Tell me what? What what I thought. Oh, why everybody why nobody calls? Yeah. Okay, have a nice day. Bye. And thanks for your critique. Okay, bye. You hang up on everybody. That's why nobody wants to talk to you, asshole. Okay, thank you. Unless I got something to give away. Five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Baba Bowie. Okay, great. And our last call today, a mobile in Miami. Hello. Mobile in Miami. Neil. You're it. Yes. Um, you're washed up, buddy. Yeah. Still going to take you out. Yeah. Don't buy a house. Okay. You're washed up, you Too fat late. Jew bastard. Okay, Go back thanks. to New York. Okay, thanks. Go back to New York, you fat Jew bastard. Thanks for listening to 560 WQM as you do every day between 10 and 2. And don't squeeze yourself too hard next time. Okay, sweetheart? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. Well, that was probably Pete Bulger's boyfriend, if you ask me. Sounded like it. Sounded like he had a little problem in his... Rectum. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. A lot of these idiots out there don't realize that your show is just entertainment. Yeah. And I think your show is so fucking entertaining. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can say it, and you can say finish, but you can't say... Okay. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Coconut Creek. Hello. Now they're warming up to the task. Hello. Love you, Neil. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. They're warming up, but they don't have much material. Fort Lauderdale. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey. These people are brutal today. Man, well. You know, just they... They took us, you know. They're under a lot of pressure. Yeah, they... You know, they got nothing else to do. I mean, they... Once you vote, they're listening. They say they hate you, but they're listening. It's uh, that's the bottom line. And when uh, push comes to shove, you're still going to be at uh, the top of everything. Yeah. You're the best. Okay, thanks. I got nothing to talk about today. I mentioned all these different things. I wasted all the time with very jackasses column. George Scott is dead. Anybody care about that? No. He was a drunk, by the way. Drunk and a miserable, nasty prick, like I said yesterday. A great actor, but sometimes. 
but a gigantic, enormous ego. Big piece in Newsweek this magazine, uh, this uh, Newsweek magazine this week about Krispy Kreme. See, I'm getting tongue tied. By the way, what are we getting for lunch today? While we're talking to some more of these bozos, let's worry about lunch, not worry about them. Screw them. Like that bitch that calls to tell me, well, the reason people don't call you, talk to you, is because you, did I hang up on her? No. No. And did she have anything to say? No. No, but I still didn't hang up on her. How do you like that? Just unbelievable. They all got that fucking bitch. a critique, but they're all listening. That's the amazing part. Oh, yeah, and come, uh, you know, Phil's going to take you out, baby. Is Phil going to take me out? No. no. Is Waffen going to take me out? No. no. Did Howard take us out between 10 and 11? No. no. Everybody and their brother-in-law. Did uh, Lardass Limbaugh take me out? No. To the ball game? And guess what? I wouldn't go out with the ball game. But he'd probably eat all the goddamn wieners, especially the ones that were in somebody's rectum, like we heard about yesterday. How about Atlantic City? Yeah, that sounds real good. Let's go there right now. They have any direct flights? Yeah, Atlantic City sub sounds real good. God, is that a great place over there in Hollywood? Man, I'm telling you, that is a spectacular place. We love you guys. Krispy Kreme Donuts, a tasty stock offering. Bubba loves them. How do you like that? I'm going to tell you one thing, by the way, that I forgot to tell you on Sukkis. This president has told so many tall tales. That's right. That they even have a name for uh, people that tell uh, stories, that tell tall tales. They call them Bubba Mices now because he's told so many. Well, at any rate, probably all the Jews are in Shul. Do you, do you go to sh uh, Shul on Sukkis, by the way? No. I sure hope not. Man, oh, man, how the hell can you afford going to Shul on all these damn holidays? And Simcha's Torah, all of these just jammed up back to back. So at any rate, uh, they got, they're coming out public now. Krispy Kreme, which I always thought was just down here. I thought the one on 163rd Street there in North Miami Beach, I thought that was like a local thing. And come to find out, they've got, uh, let's see, how many? 147 stores from New York to California and growing like crazy and going public on the stock market, which, by the way, if you can find any stock that's going up these days, good luck to you. Good luck to all of us. Krispy Kreme. God, I only wish I could eat that. You know, I wish we could just find, give me the magic pill. Give me the magic cure and let me have all of the Ben and Jerry's and all the Krispy Kreme. No fat, no diabetes, no sick, no any of that crap. Please. 21 before noon at 560 QAM. 17 till noon at 560 WQAM. We got Mad Dog Maddie yeah. for Hank at two Hanks uh, in Pittsburgh and Boston. He's somewhere for the uh, NFL this weekend for ESPN. I get during the break two of the greatest faxes in the history of the human race. Let me save the best for last. This is a close second, though, from our good friend Eric, uh, who does our webpage up there in Orlando. Nice going, Eric, as usual. NeilRogers.com. It says, Neil, I called PrimeCo in the Oakwood Plaza to get information on George's appearance. I talked to three people there, including a manager, and no one knew anything about it. What does Sam do exactly and do well? Here's what I put on a website. So Eric has actually put something on a website to promote your appearance. George will be appearing tomorrow, Saturday, September 25th, noon to 2 p.m., at Primeco in the 2910 Oak, uh, Oakwood Boulevard in the Oakwood Plaza in Hollywood. For directions, call, and here's the number, 924-4433. There will be singing, dancing, giveaways, and George will be looking for swing partners and do something with his uh, sock puppet. There you go. little promotion on our website from our good buddy Eric, which is more than we get from Gary Sarner and from Sam and the nephew here in this place. Calls over there. You're going to be there tomorrow from noon to 2. Do they know anything about it? No. They probably don't even know you're coming. No. Nice going, Gary Sarner, you idiot, you psychotic maniac, you lunatic. God. But here is, I may frame this. 
And I have to go back on my word because I said that I would not uh, read another one of his faxes on the air. But this, and this will not be the last, by the way. You can take that to the bank. And wouldn't you know that it would be, and of course I'm delighted because that redneck that called before, oh, Phil's going to take you out. That's what I'm looking for. I'm delighted to hear that. Get a little spice going in this otherwise deadly boring town. But here's the facts from Andy, and after all this time, we discover that it's Andy Rubenstein who works at Paul Gardner Company in Pompano Beach. That's Andy from Hollywood, as in, oh, God, the most desperate of all desperate, the most chronic of all chronic, the most annoying of all the annoying, the unctuous, the nauseating, the revolting, the puke-inducing Andy from Hollywood, who says, just to let you know that I'll be tuning in to Phil Henry every day. As you know, I'm a great fan of yours and Phil's. Since you are a bitter old man, I think it's time for a change. On October 4th at 9 a.m., my radio will switch. If you are lucky, if you are lucky, I may tune you in after Phil. It has been quite a while since my radio has changed, but I will finally be happy and able to smile again. It's been fun, but all good things must come to an end. Andy. Oh! 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 If only it were true, that's the sad part. I could only pray that it were true, but I know, of course, it's like all uh, things that they dangle in front of your face. It's a lie. It's a tease. Is there any chance that Andy will really, for any length of time, more than like a few minutes, that he's going to turn off this program? No. No. No chance. And I love that line. It's been quite a while since I've been happy and able to smile again. He'll finally be, (laughs) this is the guy that just got married, by the way, a few weeks ago. But now he'll be able to smile and be happy again because now he's got an alternative to subjecting himself to this god-awful show every day between 10 and 2. This is almost like, this is almost at a par with the Emancipation Proclamation. I would put it on that level, if only it were true, like I said. Only the difference being I'm the one that feels like I'm emancipated. Oh, God. Now if we could only get it, we could hook him up with Woody. Can you imagine how fortunate Woody would be? I bet you Woody likes Phil, too, as a matter of fact. Yeah, we're praying. We're praying. It's Sukkot, and we're praying for you, okay? We're praying for us. We're doing Hail Marys. We're uh, laying our tefillin. We're squeezing it. We're saying prayers for us. Five six seven oh five sixty. We had a hazillion calls on there, boy, and as soon as we go into that break, it's <laughs> goodbye time, baby. Adios. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, que pasa? Uh, just some old news. Uh, when I was uh, surfing, uh, you know, when the hurricane came, yeah, those porkers were giving out the, uh, the tickets. Yeah. They uh, they asked me for ID. I didn't have any. ID for what? Uh, oh, so they could write you the ticket? Yeah. So I gave them a bunch of false information and. Uh, All right. Great. Ripped up the ticket as soon as they left. And nice sm- going, pal. Excellent. Then I, then I smoked the fatty. All right. Woohoo! Okay, pal. Hey, can I call someone a douchebag? See you on the inside with Diana Ross. Yes. Uh, Eric Walker, you're a douchebag. Okay. Thanks, Neil. Don't do it again. There you go. Just leave everybody alone, okay? We got all the, this this uh, police state of ours. Everything, uh, nose-picking police, that'll be next, the nose-picking police. If they see you picking your nose with the wrong finger in your car, they're going to give you a goddamn ticket. You notice nobody has ever been frisked. At an airport or any place else in this audience? I guess probably because most of these people have never been anywhere. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? Okay. Hey, listen, uh, I just want to comment and let everybody know those people that call you and say that, oh, that you say this and you say that, they have nothing else better to do. I mean, they're still listening. Am I right? Yes. 
I mean, so um, I just want to say I'm a recent listener, and I enjoy your show, and I think it's great. And uh, I look forward to what you got to say there, all these douchebags. Okay. All right. And have a have great a good day. Okay. Thanks for the suck job. A little sucking around today. They don't have too much material, though. They're not responsive to anything I'm talking about, including even Krispy Kreme donuts. They don't care about that. No. I can't imagine. I mean, that's an emotional topic for anybody that's ever been there. That got good stuff. Good stuff. And, of course, we can promote them today because our friends from Dunkin' Donuts shined us this morning and didn't show up at their usual great breakfast that they do, that they make that special uh, ham and uh, cheese and thing with me without the bread and the egg and all that crap, which is delicious every Friday. Look forward. That's the only reason I come in usually on Friday, although today was payday, which is almost as great a motivation as Dunkin' Donuts being here. I think that's the only reason I came in today because it was payday. Because until we get this phone system going, I think I may have to go out on strike. Here's a mobile in Davy. Hello. Hey, Uncle Neil. Hello. Yes, sir. I'm here. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said mobile, but I'm not on a mobile. Here's a non-mobile in Davy. Here's a stationary in Davy. <laughs> stationary. <laughs> I want to talk to you about the guiding light. All right. All right. But uh, first, I got to tell you, on the way to work this morning, I saw the, this guy on a motorcycle, and on the back of his T-shirt, it said, "If you can read this, the bitch fell off." Okay. That was pretty good. I thought. Um, Selena. Someone told me that she was that that old uh, rock and roll party girl that used to hang out with all the rock and rollers like in the seventies. Patty Darbinville or something like that. Beats the hell out of me. Beats the hell out of you. Maybe somebody will know. Yeah. By the way, you know the old Michelle on Guiding Light. Yeah. She's on uh, some other soap opera now, either on General Hospital or some ABC show, I think. All my children. Is that what it is? Think. Yeah, I thought she, she kind of looks the same as the other one. I thought it was just her clone, maybe. She's very annoying. She's extremely No, no, annoying. the old Michelle, not the new one. Not the new one. I'm the original Michelle, the real beautiful, the knockout. Oh. She's on another show now. Oh, I see. But this new one, oh, God. This I new see. one looks like Mariah Carey on a bad day with a smaller breast. <laughs> very I think, annoying. I definitely pay more attention to the men than the women. Okay. And I was in a fraternity. All and by the way, Billy, I sure hope they don't put Billy in the goddamn slammer. <laughs> well, that could be interesting. It could be like Oz meets the guiding light. Exactly. Talk to you later. Okay, see ya. Oh, Billy, don't do it, Billy. They got Billy cornered there on his pewter. He's working on it. And I guarantee you, he ain't uh, watching uh, Jennifer Lopez. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Anybody out there like Krispy Kreme? No. No. They don't even know where the hell it is. Whatever happened to the people in this town? You know, whatever happened to the real people? They all did they all leave? Uh-huh. <laughs> I think they all got chased out. You know, do Cubans eat donuts? Sure, why not? Well, what do you mean, sure? Why not? Donuts are good. Why wouldn't they? I don't know. You're always telling me about a whole different. Uh, well, they have pastelitos. Game. They have their own little things, but they pastelitos pastries, little pastries. Oh, and by the way, that lunch yesterday. Oh my God, that scallopini di polo from um, Macaroni Grill. That was unbelievably good. And you know something, I it takes a lot for me to say that, even though they are going to be a sponsor on this station, but nevertheless, I wouldn't go so overboard because it's Gary Sarner's account. So unless it really was spectacular, I would have avoided repeating that. But uh, they were just so good, I have to, in spite of him. Not because of him, but in spite of him and the way he screwed you on his appearance tomorrow. By the way, George is going to be at uh, tomorrow from to... Here's Davey. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Did you read uh, uh, Sue Resinger's col- column today? No, I couldn't find it. Uh, it's in the Broward uh, edition uh, about Ken Jenny. I got it right here. It says, uh, Arrest Violated Right to Right. Is that the one? Yeah, it's actually a pretty good article. Uh, it's about the the old guy who uh, wrote... Oh, yeah, the old guy that wrote the anti-Semitic crap, yeah. Right. Well, he went to, he went to jail. 
and she's saying that basically Ken Jenny is doesn't know anything about constitutional law. He he. The, she also talked about at the end a little bit about how he went to the sex clubs and how he brags about these these petty crimes, if they even are crimes that that people are committing and. Basically, just 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 going. You know, she's starting to make a lot of sense lately. What happened to her? She's written about three or four really good columns the last month. Yeah, I mean, it's it's true. I mean, I, listen, I'm I'm even Jewish, and I and I, you know, what can you Boy. do? It's, it's, it's your First Amendment right. Right. I mean, it, they try to get him under some very old state law that it's illegal to write anonymous. Um, yeah. Well, that's just Ken Jenny sucking up to the old Jews in Broward. That's what he's all about. I think it's disgusting, you know. Whatever happens, you know. Same thing with the sex clubs. I mean, uh, you know, it's 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 not illegal. They didn't do anything wrong. They went to a private club. It's just it's these are law. They should go after the big hard crimes. Let's go after the rapists, the killers, the the robbers, the stealers. Yeah, but you see how it all ties in together. Didn't I tell you that about Ken Jenny a long time ago? This this man thinks that he's gonna you know, he's gonna climb up the ladder by being Mr. Goody Two Shoes, you know, and it's it's not gonna work. It's gonna blow up in his face. <laughs> in here that he's he's doing this i'm sure you're right but he wants to run for mayor someday I right don't, that's right there's what, no question about it what city fort lauderdale probably all right okay I, I hope that doesn't happen keep him out of davy man uh yeah put him on his horse and send him packing have a great day there you go, Sue Reisinger. Thank you, sir, for pointing that out to me. It is a good column. I'm sitting here reading it about this guy, this old guy, Lloyd Shank, who keeps writing this anti-Semitic crap, and he's anonymous, but they knew it was him because he's been writing them for years. And so Ken Jenny just, uh, you know, throws the uh, the guy in jail. And as she says, illegal is what Sheriff Ken Jenny did. He arrested Shank in blatant violation of the man's First Amendment rights and held him behind bars for two weeks. And uh, Howard Finkelstein, as it points out, he was at the Democratic Club a couple of nights ago opening up his push, and he was right on target about that. Outrageous is what it is. But, though he, but when you got a sheriff who's a fascist, why is it that every time we get a new sheriff in Broward County, it's another fascist, it's another goddamn Nazi? Every stinking time we get somebody new up there, he's worse than anything else we ever had. It's a lie. I am not a Nazi. Yeah, you should live so long, Ken Jenny. Closing down every, I mean, I'm telling you, you mark my words. Just a matter of time, if he gets his way, he's going to be closing down every goddamn adult establishment in Broward County because that's uh, where he thinks it's at. He's going to be the Rudy Giuliani of South Florida. He's going to turn all of Florida, not just Orlando. He's going to turn all of Orlando into Disney World. So the turgidity police that we have only in selected parts of Broward County, they're going to be all over the place inspecting your crotch. And if they see anything, a telltale sign, even if it's a goddamn uh, Oscar Mayer wiener, you got a real tourist, baby. Why can't you just leave the people alone? Why can't you just, what kind of a government is it that just can't leave people alone? And that puts dangerous people back out on the street again after they've been in there for a very short time. And people who pose no danger to anybody, like the weed people with the weed police, they're in there for years, rotting away. Because they had the audacity to light up the wicked weed. Yeah, I'll tell you, weed does have, there is definitely like the reefer madness thing, there's a definite association with insanity and marijuana. And that is that the people who are arresting people for smoking it, growing it, and selling it, those are the crazy people. This is 560 QAM. Down in Jamaica in the Caribbean, 
They got the best herb that you ever seen. All right. Ask anybody in that neighborhood. Yeah. They tell you this the country where the country be good. Rasta man has some he want to sell. And from a mile away, you can detect the smell. Smoke. Smoke. Can't you smoke? Smoke. He lights up the spliff and talk. Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. The ganja be good. You can carry lots of herb in the gunny sack. Smoke it every day until your lungs turn black. With all the money that we have made, Jamaica doesn't need any foreign aid. American tourists come here and say, got nothing like this in the USA. They smoke, smoke, guns of smoke, smoke. They light up the spliff and talk. They begin to puff and choke. Smoke, guns of smoke, smoke. The guns are be good. Mama tells her son you are an off-stop man. You like to smoke the giant slip whenever you can. Many people coming here from miles around. Buy the herb from you, buy the ounce and the pound. Rastaman say to her, Mama, you're right. The ganja be good tonight. And then they smoke. Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. They light up the spliff and talk. Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. The ganja be good. 1203 at 560 QAM. Yeah, man. And uh, we got all the information on George's appearance at Prime Code tomorrow between noon and 2 in Hollywood. They're going to be. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, go by and see him and uh, feel sorry for him, okay? Help him out. Say, oh, God, it's great to see you here, George. What are you going to be giving away? And he'll, he'll, you know, he'll give you that look. Just uh, don't go there freeloading, looking for something for free. Go there and uh, contribute something to his life and make him feel uh, loved and wanted. I'll be twirling my shillelagh. Make him feel like he's, uh, you know, earning his money, whatever they're paying him over there tomorrow, which it ain't that much. See, I realize, Gary Sarner, that being from our sales department here, you don't understand the, uh, the this whole concept. We were discussing this during the break, George and I. The concept of actually doing something for the client when you take their money. See, our sales department, that's alien. It's not in their vocabulary. The idea of actually uh, making somebody show up and, and bringing in some revenue for them and making it worthwhile to spend the money. That, that There's no understanding of that. There's no concept of that in the QM sales department. It's just that, you know. Twiddle you're a dumb detector and find some people crazy enough to hand you over a bunch of money for nothing. And we'll say, okay, we'll take it. Five, six, seven. I look at Sam. He takes a paycheck every couple of weeks for nothing. I mean, seriously, if there's anybody in the world who gets paid for doing absolutely nothing, there's the man, which is why our promotions on a scale of uh, oh! is the big O. Nothing, zero. You can't complain about the promotions on this station because there aren't any. We don't even have a guy with a sandwich board running up and down Lincoln Road Mall. Here's Little Havana. Hello. Yo, Lou. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? Okay. Okay, uh, yeah. Um, I know nobody's touched base on this, but uh, what do you think about uh, the Herald's front page on the, the redneck in Texas who just got convicted for uh, dragging that 
a poor uh, black man to death. What do I think about it? Yeah, what do you think about the sentence? He got lethal injection and he's crying in the front page. Too bad, he's crying tough crap. Yeah, I saw it on the news. I say fry his ass right now. Thank you, Neil. You're God. Okay, and then the other one, too, has got to go to trial, the third one. I say fry them all together. Of course, in Texas, they're a little bit more civilized than we are in some respects. Oh, and did you see the thing on CBS News last night about the guns? They're buying up guns, man, like it's going out of style. You want to know why? Because they're Y2K intensive. That's right. All those crazy people, you know, the ones that hole up in the woods. Yeah, they got all their ammo. They're selling ammo and guns at record levels this year. And part of the reason being they're getting ready for the uh, disaster. And all these prophecy books that have been written by crazy people being read by even crazier people with guns. There's nothing like having a country where there's a bunch of crazy people armed to the teeth. Like that asshole, our first caller yesterday. Oh, yeah, the Democrats are evil. They want to take away my guns. They're evil, all right, but not because they want to take away your guns. They want to take away all our goddamn money. Maniac. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. I think we're just going to scratch all the spots, you know, just so we just so we can go through one day and see all the people stay on on the line and not hang up. Actually, we do get a lot of calls. It's just that they don't stay on for more than five seconds. Because every time they hear the second that there's an inkling that there might be, because this station has conditioned the audience into commercial panic. They have commercial anxiety, the people listening to this radio station. As soon as they, they, like I said, there's an inkling that there might be a spot, oh, they're running. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil, a couple quick things. Yes, sir. Uh, just so you don't say nobody talks about uh, things you're talking about. Krispy mm-hmm. Kreme donuts. Yes. When you go by, when the red light's flashing, that means the donuts are just coming out. So if you go by early in the morning on the weekends, you get them piping hot. Really? It's so hot you can barely touch them. They're the best. I, I never knew that. Oh, yeah. There's well, when it's light, piping there's hot, light it's, you don't want to touch it too much, yeah. There's a light that says, you know, fresh donuts, you know, like now, and you can go and you can get them, like, right out of the fryer. They're the best. All right. Uh, mm. The other thing is I've been frisked at an airport, even in Brussels. I was going through Brussels, and not only when I went through the metal detector and you beat there, right? it's not like here where they make you go back again. They put me against the wall. Two guys with machine guns come up. They frisk you, and then they're like, okay, now you can go. Right. And, you know, hey, it's just part of, part That's of right, security That's right, because they're serious about security over there. They don't just diddle around with some little magic wand. I mean, they they, uh, they want to feel it. They don't mess around. And, and, she, the last... and she's so bent out of shape, Diana, because, well, they felt under her breast. And, uh, I guess what, Diana? How do you frisk somebody without feeling around all the body parts? She should be happy. She probably hasn't had her breast felt in a long time. Exactly. Who the hell would want to? Right. The other, the last thing is you're not kidding about salespeople being assholes. Quick thing. My girlfriend's a salesperson for another radio station on the Spanish market. And they had like, uh, they were selling their spots at, you know, whatever, 500 bucks for 30 seconds or something like that. And then they changed format. Yeah. And like some client had spent like 30 or $40,000 on airtime. And now that they changed format, they're supposed to drop the prices. And I asked, Hey, so these people are going to get twice a year. She says, no, no, screw them. They don't know the difference. Yeah, there you go. And they just pop them for the, for the full pop. There you go. The That's radio the radio station. way in Miami, sir. You got it. Yeah, anyway, Neil, you're gone. I love you. Bye. Have a great day, pal. There you go. One of our great calls of all time. Oh! Actually had something to say. It says, for lowly donuts, Krispy Kremes have attracted a high-powered following. President Clinton had them delivered regularly to the White House until his fitness advisors heard about it. He used to eat them by the box. Yeah, they're, they're really like Pringles potato chips. Krispy Kreme donuts. You can't eat only one or two or three because they're kind of small. No, no, seriously. You get them in that box and you just shovel them down. With all due respect to our friends at Dunkin' Donuts, but that'll teach them to shine us this morning or any Friday. And if you have the munchies, the, the box goes in like 30 seconds. Oh, yeah.
Oh. Then you have now, to now why did it. I start this? Why did I even see that thing? If you had any idea. And then you know somebody's going to send some over here someday. No. Not today. Nine minutes afternoon at 560 WQM. Let me... Welcome to the drive-through window, May. I take your order, please. Yeah, I'll take a double cheeseburger, no onions. Would you like some French fries with that burger? Yeah, and a uh, large Coke. Regular or diet, regular or diet, regular or diet. Please. Uh, regular. How much is that going to be? You, you ought to know. Drive up to the window, please. Yeah, let's get those CKLW jingles on. I was so depressing when the guy called yesterday said that they were shutting the station off the air. How do you like that? I wonder how long before they shut 1700 off the air. Probably not too long, Barry. Five, six, seven, of course, what am I talking about? I'm losing my good friend Andy from Hollywood. Yeah. We got the two live Jews on there at 1700. We got Phil coming in the morning, uh, at least a couple hours overlap. I'm losing my best post-loyalist uh, listener, Andy from Hollywood. I think uh, the end is in sight, baby. You can smell it, can't you? From about a million miles away. You can feel it. You can squeeze it. So don't go alienating Woody next time he calls because he's about all we got left. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil, as long as you've been around, why are you so immature? Why can't you have a real show like uh Yeah, Al? like like uh, yeah. Then why can't you find one to listen to, pal? Because you're born. yeah, another one of the little Cuban buddies there. <laughs> He's squeezing it. Uh oh. Squirt, squirt. Couldn't have been him. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. It's so so sad that where we have fourteen million Cubans in this town and we have like maybe three of them that actually have something to say that can converse. That can hold a conversation that has something to say that might be interesting, humorous, uh, whatever, worthwhile. I think worthwhile is the word in any any way, shape, or form. And the rest, it's a little, it's a little uh, gag of maricones. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Yeah, Woody. Like I said, we don't want to talk to him ever. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I was reading in this morning's New York Times that Perot is going to support Buchanan. Let me I'm ask, not kidding. Yeah, so let me ask you a question. If Buchanan gets elected, who goes to the gas chambers first, the Jews, the blacks, or the gays? Uh-huh. Well, that's my question. Who do you think? I think, Ross, I think short people like Ross Perot. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, okay. 5670560, pound, pound 560 on the AC. This is another thing. We thought we might have a chance because of Jesse the Body Ventura and this Reform Party. We really thought there might be a chance. And then, of course, it looks like Buchanan's going to be the candidate because P. Rose still got all the strings because he's the one with all the money. You know, uh, Ross, uh, Pat Buchanan, who says, well, we misunderstood Hitler. Maybe we shouldn't have gone to war in the first place. And that the Jews control the country. That kind of good stuff. Nice going, Pat. Boy. Again. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's a mobile in Bell Glade. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. I just kind of applaud you on your awareness of how tax money has been spent for these glorious um, stadiums and whatever going on in Miami. I'm in Palm Beach County though, and I just want to let you know, newspaper would never print that, and I appreciate it. Okay, and have a great life. 
Newspaper would never print what? Do we know? Do we? Uh, no. No, I don't know. Don't, don't ask questions. Just keep moving along, okay? Just keep rolling along, singing a song. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Listen, uh, did you see today on the newspaper? Twenty two people got busted in Grenells Park, uh, touching each other. No. Yeah, two of them were priests. Yeah. And out in Grenells Park, I just thought that was fabulous. Okay, thanks. Thanks for the good news. Okay, here's our last call, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. So that's amazing news that they're going to put uh, on the other station, they're going to put tapes uh, in the middle of the day yeah. against you. Well, it's better than Dr. Laura. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they'll have Phil live at night. Which yes. Is, uh, I used to listen to him uh, on the Internet, so it will be good to actually have him. Uh, well, see, on... Phil has one advantage. And, of course, when you're on tape, you really don't have to do anything. But he's got one advantage that he talks to himself. He doesn't have to rely on phone calls because anybody needs to rely on phone calls in this market unless they're doing a sports nerd show. They might as well forget it. That's that's. Yeah, so it should be Pointless. very, should be really interesting. Yeah, I, th- I think what I'm going to do is probably because I got a little radio in here and during the breaks because we got all these spots. I'll listen to Phil like from ten to noon, in be, you know, in between the show, in between the four or five calls we get. Yep. So and also, uh, we'll just simulcast might not be a bad idea. That, that's an idea. Uh, George, you can tell George, uh, well, that uh, there's swing clubs all over the state. Yeah. That uh, that he should check out, and. Uh, I hope to see George and Crystal at uh, Water News Places. You don't want to see him. What? I said have a great day. 5670560. See what I tell you? George is using the show as a conduit to finding a bunch of other perverts out there. That's what it's turned into now. 5670560. Yeah. Yeah, he wants to see you and Crystal naked is what he said. She ain't going. And uh, he really don't care about her too much, I think is what he said. 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. One line left on the board, and that's it. Then we say bye-bye. See ya. Here comes the music. Punch up that much music. There you go. Oh, thank God we got that thing all hooked up there. Thank God for our friends that brought us that satellite dish and Jeff Cohn with the TV set almost two years ago. That's it's all we got. Satellite. Here's Miami. Hello. Yeah, let's talk Ryder Cup golf. Yeah, let's. You uh, like Freddie Couples? No, it's not. Okay, that's it. There's your last call today, pal. Call up that 1700, baby. Come on. You got a sport. You got a great niche there. You got the non-sports show here, man. Wrong show. Call up 1700. Make your very jackass feel good. 5670560. And let me say it again. The nature of the people who call these sports shows and just like this guy who thinks he's being funny, but nevertheless, that would be the kind of call that you would hear on those shows. Those people, I just, yeah, I just look in the mirror and I ask myself, how can there be people like this who really are, are interested in these things, who think that anybody cares about these things? God. Here's a mobile implantation. Hello. Okay, great. But they're all still, you see, why do you waste your time? I'm getting stale. My material is stale. The show sucks. And you're glued to it. You're stuck to it like glue. And no matter who they put, could put God on the air, and you're still going to be listening to Neil God. Who the hell are you kidding? You're not fooling me. You're not fooling anybody in the audience with an IQ larger than their toenail. Everything is getting stale like last year's halava. The only thing that's stale is old farts like you, sir. That's real stale. That's what keeps this such a dreadful, deadly goddamn place to live. Old, stale, miserable, bitter farts like you. Who haven't had a goddamn bowel movement since before goddamn Imogene Coca was a baby. Before Martha Ray had real teeth. Here's Hallandale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. All right. Uh, first time, long time. All right. Um, I was wondering if you had any recent, like, Best of Neil stuff. 
Starting October 1. October 1. They'll be at Specs. At Specs? Yep. Okay, you're God now. Okay, thanks. Love you. That's right. Our Center One campaign begins October uh, 1 at Specs. They'll be in 17 Specs stores all over Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach. And uh, did, by the way, anybody ask us? I'll try to work on that, see if we can get it over there in Fort Myers since they have a Specs over there and we have the list. That would be a good idea. Just in time, too, by the way, because, you know, but another three, four weeks, we'll be out of business over here with this crowd. Here's Fort Myers. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hello. Uh, just want to say, new listener, love your show, and uh, I could listen to it all day. Great. Me Thank too. You. Bye-bye. Thanks, pal. See, you don't want to talk too long because he's paying for it. He calls on his dime. Thank you, sir. God bless you. We'll pray for you. Because he's spending his dime to call us because we work for it. And I'm so glad we're on in Fort Myers, not just because we've got a few people listening over there, but because the Beasleys over there in Naples can pick it up loud and queer, okay? And because unlike some of the sucklings we got around this place, I'm the one that's got the balls to tell you what a bunch of cheap, cheap, unbelievable bastards they are. They won't even put in a goddamn toll-free number. So people like this last guy got to pay to call us. How many people are going to pay to call a goddamn talk show? And then sit on hold and wait for 22 minutes while their meter is running for the honor of being on there for a minute or two. Or like the broad that bitch said before, oh, you hang up on everybody anyway. Why would they want to talk to you? Mm, God, what, you know, it's just amazing what you could do with a crowbar. How much better you can feel about life. Here's a mobile in Stewart. Hello. Yeah, how you doing, Neil? Pretty good, sir. Hey, listen, you don't have any friends that own a head station because you know what? Here in Stewart, there is a head station that has a food outlet. On one side is a Godfather's Pizza, and on the other side is a Krispy Kreme donut. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> so they were Are thinking you of you. Godfather's on the one side and Krispy Kreme on the other side. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. They'd have to carry me out in a goddamn wagon. <laughs> Thanks for the good news, pal. Okay. And lunch just showed up, by the way. Okay. There you go. Oh, my God. Thanks to our good friends at Atlantic City Subs again for bringing us a fantastic, again, for the 8 millionth time. You're the best, baby. We love you. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Godfather's Pizza, gone. Thank God for Krispy Kreme. That's been here. I wonder how long that place has been there, by the way. And that egg place. What is it? What is the place? The omelet, uh, the egg, uh, ham and egg, the ham and eggery next door. Those two things. I mean, that's about all that's left in North Miami Beach. There aren't any more white people there. No. But that's the only two things we got left in North Miami Beach is uh, Krispy Kreme Donuts and the Ham and Eggery right next door. They've been here since before I was here, 23 years at least, that means. Corky's used to be right there. Corky's used to be right there. Is Corky's there anymore? No. Uh, long gone. See, what did I tell you? The day that Corky's disappeared, that was the day they put the last nails in the coffin in North Miami Beach. How sad. How tragic. Boy, did I used to love those little potato pancakes at Corky's. Mmm. And that parking lot was jammed, baby. It was jammed. It was loaded. It was packed. They were packing it. And then all of a sudden, for some unbeknownst to the reason, the neighborhood started changing, and everybody said, uh, we're moving. See ya. Here's a mobile in Lake Worth. Hello. Neil, hi. How you doing? Great. Little spy report from 17 trillion on the dial. Yes, sir. Here's somebody that's heard it. Yeah, I have the uh, amplifier on my radio, so I can pull it in. Uh, they were talking about Barry Jackass's article. Yeah. And they said any advertisement is good advertisement, good or bad or indifferent, and how that Phil's tapes are going to knock your audience off. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> but that's what they were talking about. Uh-huh. What does that have to do with sports? 
Oh, please. Who I knows? A, I thought they had a sports show. What do those two goofballs talk about in the midday? I, I've never heard anybody say that they even do a sports show. Well, I, I was trying to do an amateur sit-down comedy show like Christina Moore. I listened for about five minutes, and then I, I just couldn't even bear it anymore. Okay, thanks for the good news. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, they're worrying about my numbers over here. Guess what? You guys got any numbers? No. No. They got the big... Oh! We'll wait and see when those numbers come out on Monday, by the way. we got another trend coming out. We'll see if they got any number, which I have a feeling it's going to be a big, fat, oh. round number. I mean, you know, you, you have to start scratching your head and wondering if certain people at certain newspapers are on the take when they start writing stuff like uh, that, you know. I'm not mentioning any names, of course, but you have to start wondering about that. I'm not making any accusations, but you have to wonder, like, out loud. Just desperate. As in... Only 50 dollars. 1226 at 560 QAM. Friday, you bastard. Georgie Bush says that his nose is clean and never puts up in it. Because he's running for the White House, so he just can't admit it. Stone drunk and that's not all, he even down a few speedballs. In college and he drug with do, he even dropped some masters too. Why won't Georgie just come out and simply say he did it? He preferred the press would shut their mouths. But it's none of your goddamn business. He did more than what you think. But he washed it down the sink. Does he prefer cocaine to hash? That's the question that he does. Can he make his point much clearer? Like a razor on a mirror. But he wants us to believe that he didn't do anything. Georgie Bush just said his nose is clean and, and never puts up in it because he's running for Twelve thirty one at five sixty WQM. We got the Mad Dog Jim Manage for Hank. Yes. Through this afternoon, we got the Jimmy. We could be really special. We could be something. We could be a pile. Of Johnson show at five. Talking baseball with Donnie B at six and a pregame and then the Rockies and the Marlins. That Marlins stuff. Yeah. Oh, thank God it's almost over. Thank God. Here's a call from Boston on their dime. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Rob calling from Boston. Uh, Listen to you on the Internet every day. I'm soon actually moving a week from today down to Fort Lauderdale, moving myself and my company and all that stuff so I can listen to you live. Oh, my God. Yeah. Even though you're all live. Anyways, I'm a big fan of uh, Krispy Kreme myself. Um, There's one in Sunrise that I visit all the time, usually about 3 in the morning. There's one in Sunrise? Yeah. Uh, I think it's Sunrise. It's right above where my friend lives in Sunrise. It's in the most remote location you can ever imagine. And they never get your order right. Um, but anyways, I'm moving. I'm opening a new store. Uh, hopefully, I just heard you talking about adult products down there, and I'm opening an adult store of all places in Fort Lauderdale. In Broward County? Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't. Don't. I was, nice I was going to open it where I'm living in Wilping Manors, but they don't allow that stuff. I found out. Mm-hmm. Not even the uh, you know the elongated toy things. Those are actually illegal to own in that county or in that area. Anyways, um, and my store will be right across from the Krispy Kreme in Fort Lauderdale, which is on A, is it A1A or 1A or something like A1A, that? A1A, yeah. A1A. No, it's not A1A. It's on uh, Route 1, whatever they call US it. US 1. Right, by the Sports Authority. Yeah, you've obviously got a good grasp on the area. <laughs> and Well, come on now. I'm down there all the time. And um, anyways, I hope to see you when I get down there. Okay. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. And uh, have a great life. Thanks. Oh, there's a guy that's going to be sorry. Sounds like a, you know, a decent guy, but uh, he'll be sorry. Better watch out, Ken Jenny. They're coming. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. You no, know, that guy from Boston talking about the adult stuff. That makes me wonder. Have you been to the Gaty lately? <laughs> yeah. 
I'm standing outside waiting for it to reopen. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. See you in hell. What was it? See you in hell. Oh, see you in hell. Okay, see you there, pal. I'm having a good lunch myself. Good free lunch. Five, six, seven. Let's just attack and attack and attack and attack. You know something? Who cares? Got a big, big, fat check in my pocket. Nice, big, free lunch sitting here from our friends at Atlantic City Subs. Life is sweet, baby. The most hateful, the most sour, the most bitter. It, it, as long as I got my buddy Andy from Hollywood, nobody can screw with me. I'll tell you that right now. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. There is a Krispy Kreme right near you. On, uh, Don't even tell me. Yes, it's on Knob Hill and McNabb. Well, that's not that close to me, you know. It's in right down there on Knob Hill, but I mean that's not far from you at all. Yeah, I'm not. I I can't eat donuts. <laughs> Believe me. I know. Anyway. Okay, thanks for the bad news. That must be the one the guy's talking about. The guy that's going to open up a porno joint and Ken Jenny will shut him down in about five minutes. Don't do it, sir. I'm begging you. You'll be sorry. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. How are you doing? Okay, sir. Um, that Krispy Kreme on Ferro Highway is right next to Jay Alexander's. Left the block of Ruth Chris Steakhouse. Yeah. In that area, yeah. Um, a little, like a double story. Uh, when I was in a fraternity in college, we were talking about that the other day, uh-huh. and one of the things we did was fundraising. And what we did was we bought, in, when, you're, when you're raising funds, they sell you boxes of uh, Krispy Kreme donuts, and then you go around the neighborhoods, wherever you go, and sell them. And it said 65 cents on the, on the, uh, on the package for a dozen glazed donuts. Uh-huh. That's how how much we're supposed to sell them for. Well, we were we we told everybody that we paid sixty five cents and we sold them for a dollar. Mm-hmm. The actual cost was thirty five cents. Well, being a pledge, uh, you you always have to volunteer uh, your car and everything else. So I had probably oh shoot maybe a hundred dozen in the back seat of my car in the summer, going from door to door. At the end of the day, my back seat was. Uh, glazed, and uh, people still loved them. I mean, you know, I had so much, so much crispy cream donuts that I, I, I could hardly look at it. That's point number two. Number yeah, that's what the guys always say when they borrow, you know, somebody's car. It was crispy well, cream donuts in the back, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it had a hell night, and it was kind of gross and fun, and they they pretended they were giving you cow eyes, but it was oysters and things like that. There was no real big deal. And the other thing is, I was very good friends with Jake and the Joe Lamata, and I spent time in their home. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as far as a father and everything, um, Jake was uh, pretty good. I'm saying, you know, he was. Uh, he was pretty good. Okay, thanks. Well, Kyle. Okay, thanks. Woo! Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Boca. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, we were, you were talking, I'm going to follow suit like a lemon with the uh, Krispy Kreme. When you were over at WIOD, the first time we ever saw Phil Hendry was uh, at a Krispy Kreme in Fort Lauderdale when they opened up on Federal Highway. And he was sitting there in a big WIOD truck all by himself, nobody in the stores, nobody at the Krispy Kreme. Yeah. And we went up to him and we said, 
say hello. <laughs> and he started one of his routines, and we said, oh, this guy's going to be great. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, are you sure? <laughs> so we just wanted to tell you that he was down there doing the promotion for them years and years ago. How do you like that? Now, when is he going to come back, or how is he going to come back? I know he's going to come back some way spiritual and some way on the, on the uh, radio, but he's not going to compete against you, is he? Yes. Oh, God, this will, this will be great. Now what are we going to do? There, you tell me. I don't know. I'm no, it's okay. Left no, I have a left ear and a right ear, right? Huh? I have a left ear and a right ear, so I'll be able to do both. Okay. Do you know when he's coming back? This is Week this from Monday, Monday, October 4th, 10 to 1 at night, and live, and the 9 to noon in the morning. The we next love day. you. We'll never give I'm you safe. up. What is it? We we'll love you, and we'll never give you up. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. See you. Sure, that's what you say now. Yeah, we hate you, Neil. We hate you. We want you to die. We can't stand you, you perverted fag Jew. We despise you. We... Ah! God, pardon me while I wipe the mucus off my body, okay, from the last couple of hours, but that's okay. I'm used to it. It's a city of love and brotherhood. <laughs> Friendliness. <laughs> yeah, reaching out and touching it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line twenty. Banana picking, Julio's who thrive on anarchy. Our building an arena for the Miami Heat. Having to arena somehow don't seem right. Better ask your fellow for financial advice. NBA is locked down. There's no basketball. They're all on strike. Let's burn the place down. An insurance check would sure be nice. Before we lose our ass, take a can of gas. Like that, that, oh, I was thinking, during, uh, it's just amazing to me. Talk, first of all, if the two live Jews there at 1700, if they were talking about Phil Henry coming back on here, uh, where did they hear that? Or where did somebody who called them and tipped them off, where did they hear that? There's only one place they could have heard it. That means they were listening over here. That's number one. Number two, I know if I'm on the air competing with somebody else, like they're allegedly competing with me, I'm going to brag about the fact that somebody else is going to beat whoever I'm competing with. Not that I'm going to do it. Somebody else is going to do it. Oh, man, give me a break. I, I, what a joke. What an unbelievable joke. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Kendall. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Pretty good, sir. First of all, I just want to say, um, did you read that article in Sports Weekend in the Herald? About oh, Whitney, I mean it was it didn't really say anything. Yeah, I read it. I took a look at it. It's a little little ass kissing mm -hmm. thing. But. Right, it didn't say anything. Like like all our hockey articles, it said nothing. <laughs> and second, um, do you have any information on Tom Green show? Is that, is that off the air now? Or I mean, I know they're showing repeats, but are they? Uh, started starting in October. Comes back with new shows. Uh, it's the funniest damn show. Um, third off, oh, I did want to say something. Uh, Charlie and Meredith are douchebags. Okay, have a great day, pal. Okay. Wow. 
Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, hi. I'm calling up. I was just wanted you know that you're doing a great job. I enjoy your show. Uh huh. And I just like I said, I just got back from uh, from Connecticut. I've been away for um, a few years. Uh huh. Okay. Um, whatever happened to the um, to Alan Burke? The Alan Burke show? Dead. Uh huh. Yeah. Cute. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Pony voice. Dead host. Here's a mobile in uh, Miami. Hello. Mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, how you doing? Okay. Uh, it's about a couple of years. I'm down here in South Florida, originally from uh, Montreal, Canada. Of course, getting excited for the upcoming hockey season. Uh huh. And uh, being, you know, being up there, hockey. I mean, almost impossible to get tickets at the at the Forum and the uh, Molson Center and all that. So looking down here, interested in getting some tickets and to the um, to the Panther game. Yeah. How, explain to me how they get get away with charging seventy dollars for those lower seats. What What do you mean? Explain to you that it's called whatever the market will bear. If, if there are people dumb enough to pay it, they'll charge it. That's I the mean, way it works. That That is insane. I mean, concerts the one you know once in a lifetime opportunity you go see. Well, right. Fine, you'll you'll right. want to well, pay that, that. That's why they're having a bitch of a time selling season tickets this year. That's why they got another, not just the one they had back on Rosh Hashanah. That's why tomorrow they have another pick your season seat day from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. I'm glad you mentioned that at the Mac Arena because they're so desperate to try and sell some more season tickets. That is just crazy. It is. You're right. Oh my God. Um, not, not to mention the overpriced crappy food in the joint besides. Exactly. <laughs> not to mention uh, that there's no drainage in the parking lot, so the one night we had a flood at the uh, game last year that people were up to their goddamn armpits in water. <laughs> no, you, you, like I said, it's a whole different mentality. It's just bring us your money, and if we put a crappy product out there, don't complain. Just keep subsidizing us. You owe it to us, and build us a new arena and build us a new stadium. And, again, keep in mind, the Canadians, by the way, paid $11.8 million in taxes last year, more than anybody else in the league. The Panthers mm-hmm. pay less than 100000 which is why you got that big stink up there that they're trying to get the lottery money and all the kind of money to subsidize yeah. the Canadian team so they can stay in business. Yeah, crazy. Yep. Um, I want to know: Are you are you a Leafs fan? Yes, sir. Are you originally from Toronto? No, Rochester. How come? How did you end up being a Leafs fan? They're right across the lake. That's all we had, oh, man. Well, right across good. the lake. So you're a bigger Leafs fan than Panthers fan. Or? By far, by a million miles. Forty-one years of uh, excitement. All right. All right, Neil, keep us a good job. It's a lot. This this show you have is ten times better than the crap you have up there, let me tell you. Okay. All right, thanks. Arrivederci. Bye. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Go Leafs, go, baby. Oh. Mike Johnson on a breakaway. Nice going, Mike. Oh. Saw some of the highlights from last night's 4-3 exhibition win over Vancouver. Leafs are looking pretty good again this year. Anybody here care about that? No. No. This guy is right. It's, it's just amazing. It's astonishing. You see, the people down here, they're like, try to remake the real world. That's the thing that I love about so many of these people here. Like any place else you go in, there are people who are interested in, you know, A, B, C, and D, a variety of things, all of these things. And here it's like, oh, no, you're talking a foreign language to us. We don't have another call from Boston on here, do we? Hello? Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Pretty good. Um, I'm from Boston down here on vacation. Oh, you're from uh, Boston. Yeah, I always listen to you on the Internet, okay. and I'm starving for lunch. And you were talking about you eating some something from Macaroni Grill yesterday. Yeah. What was that? So I ate there about when it first opened. I tell you, it sucked. But I'll take Scalopini, the word for it now. It was great, scalopini de polo with uh, 
which they serve with angel hair pasta, which I passed on the pasta, but it was great. All right, yeah, I got to give that a try. I got one down the street from me here. Okay. So, um, yeah, you have a great show, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Later manja, up. manja. Five six seven oh five sixty pine. Believe me, if I didn't like it, I would tell you because it's Gary Sarno's account. Okay, so if I thought that it sucked it or that it was less than sensational, I would be the first one to tell you. But it was great. Now, if they just keep that Schwarzer off the table, there next time I go for dinner, I'll be real happy. Or anybody else. Just I don't care whether he's dark, whether he's light. Just keep the goddamn hired help off the table. We don't need no singing, please, please. Wasn't that him? That was him. Oh, my God. I feel like I've just had a goddamn cannonball stuck in my rectum. Wow. 5670560. We hate Andy from Hollywood. We hate him. We despise him. We wish he would die soon. Die, Dianu. That's our wish for you on Sukkot, as in suck this. God. Here's a mobile in Lake Worth. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you doing today, sir? Okay. You figure that guy's still listening, huh? He, that Andy is, guy? Is, still, is he still listening? That was him. <laughs> Neil, I don't, I don't know if anyone has uh, mentioned this to you today. I was watching uh, uh, NBC last night, my wife watching Friends and stuff like that. Yeah. And they played a uh, Abercrombie and Fitch commercial. Mm-hmm. Bunch of half-naked guys wrestling. Oh, the wrestling spot. That's my favorite spot. Oh, oh so you've seen it already. Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw it. I saw Talk about a homoerotic spot. There's a, there's a spot for them to see on TV. Yeah. May I call someone a douchebag? Yes, sir. Uh, Ray and Eddie, major flaming douchebag. Okay, thanks. Have a good weekend, Neil. Okay, and you too. Yeah, that wrestling business. That's a gay club, you moron. No question about it. You can deny it all you want. You can get pissed off all you want. Okay, we won't out you, but uh, we know what that's all about, okay? A little grab ass. A lot of grab ass. And grab whatever else you get a fistful of. Dollars. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. The Abercrombie & Fitch wrestling spot. Number one, baby. <laughs> Not as good as the kid had a little uh, fender bender on Oakland Park. Did I mention that, by the way, 20 or 30 times? I felt like just parking my car right there and standing on the side of the road, just staring. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Yeah, in fact, I left the cop wouldn't have been there. I wanted to go over and say, hey, listen, whatever, just a fender bender. You know, whatever the damage to your car, I'll take care of it. We can work something out. No problem at all. Here's Fort Myers. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You know that guy that called about the fraternity? Did he say something about um, they glazed his back seat? Yeah, they said they glazed it. <laughs> and his backside. Wrecked him. Uh-huh. And uh, it, it, good show. In closing, can I hear the uh, Brittany bit? Shameless request. Okay. All right. You got it. All right. And happy circus in Fort Myers, too, by the way. <laughs> uh, did you hear that? He said. All right. Very well, too, by the way. It's a good job. Too bad we can't talk to our good friends over there in Fort Myers because we got a bunch of cheap pricks running this off. And I'm going to tell you, we got some real changes coming, and it won't just be underwear around this joint. These people have gotten a free pass for too freaking long, these people around here. That's going to change very, very, very fast. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil, long time listener. How you doing? All right, sir. Listen, I'm, I'm going to do a little suck job here, Neil. Neil, I think you're great, man. When you leave this town, we don't know what we're going to do without you. Yeah. At least I don't know what I'm going to do without you. Mm-hmm. Listen, let me ask you a question. If if they were to extend your contract, would you stay a little longer, Neil? No. No. 
What's the question? I, I think that George does a great job, but yeah. nevertheless, you are the best, you know, with what you do. But I think when you leave... Yeah, George... but these people want George back on to talk about the swing clubs. He had him right to the edge of a very major sexual uh, experience. No, and think, then, uh, you know, the there's nothing worse than getting right to that moment of uh, excitement and then, you know, just go limp. No, I think he is interesting. I mean, he talked yeah. about a lot of stuff. I didn't say it was interesting. About... I just said that he had him all excited. <laughs> Well, Neil, in closing, I don't have that much material. It's raining here in Miami like crazy. Yeah, I heard it's raining like crazy. You know, Sam is over at that celebrity golf tournament we got. We asked, uh, you know, pretend you do some work, and we just asked Clarence, how's it going over there? And he said, it's raining cats and dogs. Yeah, it's raining pathetic. This whole weekend is going to rain, I hear. Listen, I got a car for you, Neil. You ready? Yes, sir. I love you, Neil. Okay. Oh, what happened to that avocado? I got to play that today. I love that. Do you know? Five six seven oh five sixty. Pow! It's raining cats and dogs. That kind of explains it, huh? It's another one of those goddamn days. Jesus Christ! Are we getting tired of this or what? Uh -huh. Man. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Your big fat windbag and a major asshole for not being. Another one. The guy with the eyes. For not being intolerant. Oh, you're wrong. I am intolerant of guys like assholes like you. Him and Barry, his boyfriend. But you know something? It's because no, any day, any day of my life that I decide to come in here, even after I'm working, if I come back for a visit, sit down, they'll be there. O'Neill's coming. Oh, we're here. We're listening. So you can give me a song and dance, like I said before. They could put Jesus, Moses, uh, the Dalai Lama and Phil Henry and Howard and any other 20 people they want and they could bring back Greg oh! and the Pete Bolger doing voices and these people will all still be listening especially them the no lives thank God for oh, God. you ought to be kissing my feet okay I'm the only thing that gives some of you any meaning in your life especially in this goddamn bastion of death in his wilderness. Thank God for... Oh, God! This is 560 QAM. QAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, boy, it's the one to two hour.
560 WQAM 5670560 pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Brittany was on uh, Much Music um, Video Awards last night. Anybody see that? No. I seen it. Looking pretty good there, Brittany, whether they're real or not. Looking pretty good. Not as lovely as uh, Jeff from 98 Degrees and, of course, Nick, who can really sing, even though he is ugly. But, boy, he can sing. He can bring it. Let's do a Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Do you think you'll, you'll ever be as red hot as Howard Stern? As red hot? Yeah, Marico. You, you think no, Marico, okay. See, how do you like that? He couldn't even like get the words in the right order. Couldn't get the words in the right order. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. No, I'll never have Howard's hair. That's for goddamn sure. I'll never have his money or his hair. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Got a, uh, a can't hear you. Uh, can't hear me. Now I can hear you. Okay, sorry about that. A little bit. Um. Listen, didn't you have trouble with your little dog's, uh, that anal sphincter thing? No. Oh, anal like Express? What? That was that was just a, a crazy lady. That was the uh, scooting lady. Oh, I thought you had a problem, because I just had a, a problem with what, well, I got a little dachshund. Yeah. It just cost me... Oh, yeah, but it's lunchtime. We're eating lunch. We don't want to hear about your dog. Correct. I'm in the middle of lunch. It just cost me 400 bucks to have, have his anals expressed? Correct. How'd you pay for it? With Visa? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I charged it, actually. Okay, well, good luck, pal. Don't do it again. Right in the middle of my lunch, and this guy wants to talk about his dog's ass. Oh, God. Well, I'll tell you one thing. we got the best conversationalist in this town that money can't buy. The guy with the eyes, by the way, is the guy that I dumped before the uh, last break, which I, I, I really shouldn't have dumped it. I should have let it go on the ear. But just hearing that voice, just knowing who it was, immediately makes me die for that yellow button. Yeah, you should be. Oh, you're an asshole for being, uh, for, for not being intolerant. The guy, he, not only are you pathetic and you look like crap, but you're illiterate to top it all off. He wants to thank me for not being intolerant for my uh, loyal listeners like him and Barry, his boyfriend, Barry. I'm going to tell you one thing right now. You know when the beginning of the end for talk radio was in this town? And I was just telling George during it, and I'm not exaggerating. I'm telling you right now. I'll give you a little clue who the beginning of the end was for talk radio. I am that hemorrhoid. That's right. When Gary Bruce put Joey Reynolds on here, not once but twice on IOD on a weekend, that was the kiss of death. That's when the phone started going dead. That's when he started bringing all these misfits in and putting them on the air and catering and sucking up to them. It reminds me way, way, way back in the days when I was doing nights at INZ, and they brought a guy named John McHugh and put him on on a weekend, who's now uh, dead, by the way. They brought him over from Fort Myers. Anybody over there remember John McHugh? No. He's dead. He used to sleep in the uh, trunk of his car. No, he used to sleep in the back of the car. I think he had his wife in the trunk is the way it worked out. And the trunk was uh, shut tight. And this guy with the same thing. Oh, it's the computer hackers and the computer chronic. And he, he made the whole show cater to all the people that we were trying to get rid of. The rest of the week, we were trying to get rid of these people, and this guy would cater to them and do a whole show to them. But you know the good part? He's dead. 
He's dead. John McHugh is dead. Oh, Let's hear it. Oh, 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 oh. God, talk about a pain in the ass. I am that hemorrhoid. Five six seven oh five sixty. I'll tell you one thing, though. I do want to apologize to my good friend Andy from Hollywood. He's my favorite. He's a sweetheart. He could be. Seriously, he makes the guy with the eyes seem adorable. That's how revolting Andy from Hollywood is. He makes the guy with the eyes seem like Brad Pitt. Like Ray Whitney. Here's a lady in Coral Springs. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, ma'am. The other day you were um, broadcasting, um, sounded like from Canada, you know, a story about the Canadian hockey players, mm -hmm. and, you know, talking about the abuse. Well, in today's new time. Oh, and by the way, God damn it, Oprah Winfrey today, which I hate that bitch, but at 4 o'clock on Channel 4, that's her show is about uh, athletes, uh, young athletes being uh, sexually abused, and et cetera, and, uh, by their, uh, et cetera. Well, you'll like this. Listen to this little piece of an article. A little piece? After the Canadian Snowbirds flew north for the summer, the Daily scaled back their Canada coverage. And even when they were publishing dispatches on Canadian hockey and politics, the papers failed to pick up on an intriguing story with an actual connection to South Florida. It seems that over the past 30 years, at least a dozen men from the Ontario border town of Cornwall were bringing young boys down to Fort Lauderdale for all expenses paid weekends of sea and sun and pedophilia. See this, yeah. All right. The enormity of the scandal first became apparent three years ago when a man in the group, who had first been a victim and then a victimizer, came forward. The man who has since gone into hiding told police about the activities of many of the most prominent men in Cornwall, among them priests, mm. lawyers, and police officers. Now what's the name of that town? Cornhole? Corn <laughs> a special investigation dubbed Project Truth was launched. The sexual abuse that began in Cornwall is alleged to have continued in rooms rented in downtown motels near the beach in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, my God. And many of the names of the men charged allegedly appear on old motel registers. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. my God. Isn't that something? There's no in the church. <laughs> How do you like that? Just thought you might be interested. Thanks for the good news. Bye-bye. Another isolated incident. Thank you. How do you like that? More priests fondling young boys. That's it. Just keep shropping your kids back to church and keep putting the money in the plate and subsidizing this corrupt goddamn thing. Just keep doing it. And you will. Even though you know what it is, but because you've been so brainwashed and you can't open up your eyes and see like and sniff the fresh air and go out there and stand in the rain and like bathe your, cleanse yourselves. God. Just goes on and on and Oh, which, I'm so glad she called. I almost forgot about my thing with the Pope here. Here it is on page two, eh? Speaking of Canadian, Pope gets his own rose-colored glasses. And here's a picture of the Pope who doesn't look a day over 400, by the way. And there is Bono from U2. Oh, oh, God, I despise U2. U2 singer Bono, Quincy Jones, and Bob Geldof joined Pope John Paul II on Thursday in Castel Gandolfo, Italy, to support his call for canceling the debts of the world's poorest countries for the new millennium. The three met with the Pope for 20 minutes at his residence outside Rome. He welcomed them as delegates of the group known as Jubilee 2000, which is seeking the cancellation of the debts as a fitting gesture to mark the millennium. You're a great showman as well as a great holy man, a tireless Bono told the Pope before slipping off his pink-tinted glasses and handing them to the pontiff as a souvenir. I think the Pope liked the pink, by the way. He said, lovely. How do you like that? They're trying to cancel the debts of the world's poorest countries. Of course they are because they're responsible for it with all the overpopulation, with making all these goddamn babies that they can't feed. 
So if you cancel a debt now, oh yeah, now start making a whole bunch of babies again because now we're not in debt so we can start from scratch again. It's like if somebody erases the debt on all your credit cards and now now you go go to town, man. You'll be out shopping all weekend. Start from scratch and build it up again. Crazy people, that's what it is. Seeing the world through goddamn puce colored glasses. The pops, pops, pops. Amen. He's puffing on something, I'll guarantee you that, probably as we speak. Ten minutes after one at five sixty WQAM. Can beat that gator meat. Listen to the sound of gunshots falling flames, into the sea. You think a multi-millionaire like JFK could afford a better place? If JFK had more time flying, he would have known. A Piper of the cheap and crappy plane that blows. A gun ain't at my head's about the only way I would go. Now, that's the only one that's left alive today From what they call the Kennedy Curse If Dorothy Kilgallen was alive, she'd say Cheer up, it's only gonna get worse Butter splatter, butter splatter. Oh, hey, 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 so we get another fax from guess who, by the way. See, as long as I keep mentioning him, he'll never go away. So it's kind of like a catch-22. Here's my good, close, best personal friend, JP. Hello. Yeah. How you doing? How's it going, Neil? Great. I just wanted to call. Not the same without you, though. Yeah, I bet. I just wanted to see uh, how everybody was doing, just calling in. Not the same without you, sweetheart. How was your vacation? Great. What'd you, where, where'd you go? Went to Amsterdam. Yeah? Yeah. Had good fun out there, huh? So how's Gainesville, huh? Gainesville is uh, Gainesville's Gainesville. There's not many ways to explain it, you know? Yeah. Lots of inbreds, lots of crazy Gator fans. So you're getting a lot of action up there or what? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> People could be listening that know me. Come on. <laughs> they want to know. I'm a good boy. Okay, you're getting a lot of action. Good. <laughs> now, whatever happened to you and your uh, young lady friend? Did you oh, kiss still, and make up? We're still really good friends. Good friends. Yeah. But no longer an item. Uh, not really. Huh. So. Well, there's a lot of fish in the sea, JP. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Especially up here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we still we're, we still talk. I'm coming in town this weekend to uh, go to my cousin's wedding, and she's coming with me. Well, I wouldn't be a first, I guess. Huh? But anyway. Yeah. So how's how's uh, Joe and all them doing? Everybody's doing great, man. It's the same place, but like I said, not quite. Uh, there's just an element lacking here. You know, we've got a lot of ugly people working around here. How's Jeff Cohen, the most non-perverted Jeff person? Jeff Cohen is still ugly as ever. Yeah. It's just, uh... <laughs> well, listen, it's great hearing from you. Call me at home sometime when you get real bored. I shall. Okay. Take care. See you. Bye-bye. There's the lovely JP who is incredibly boring on the phone. Five, six, what? Oh, he's a great guy and uh, looks great, but he's, uh, what have I always told you about that, okay? People that sound really good on the phone, they look like uh, crap. And people that sound really dull on the phone, they're the ones that look really, really, I mean, really good. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Andy from Hollywood says, you owe the guy who called an apology. I didn't call. I promised it wasn't me. Thanks for thinking about me, Andy, he says. Isn't it great to have him back? 
And won't it be great when Phil starts on Monday, October 4th, so he'll be over there at 940 on the AM dial listening to the Phil Henry Show and talking to Margaret and all those wonderful people, characters, Bob Green. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a Deerfield. Hello. Yeah, hi, how do, Dan, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. You caught me off guard there. I know. So you were talking about the uh, the Pope uh, maybe puffing on something. Yeah. I think he's probably puffing on an altar boy. That's what I meant. Yeah, I know. That was the idea. I know. Hey, there was a caller. Or maybe last, one of the Swiss Guard. Yes. There was a caller last week that called in. He said that he could just got a ticket and there was too many polices. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah. Well, it just reminded me of my favorite song, "Every Breath You Take" by the Polices. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. Okay, listen, there's this uh, great new station on the dial, 1700. I think you're just exactly what they're looking from between 8 and 10 p.m. or 6, or was it 6 and 8, 4 and 6, whatever. Sometime in the afternoon, Barry's very upset with their lineup. He's very frustrated because they've got a bunch of crap on there. And Barry basically is saying, can't you guys do better than this crap? You're making me look bad. They're laughing at laughing. That's what Barry is saying. So I would definitely uh, get this guy over there, you know. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. There's nothing, nothing worse than people trying to be funny who are like uh, this last guy. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes sir. Hey, do you see that uh, story about the? Uh, I think it was seven or eight years old. The kid that got hit by the county bus last night or yesterday morning. Got hit by the bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the you bus driver. It? By the bus driver that keeps running into things. Yeah. Right. 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 You see, I mean. The, the kid, I mean, they broke the story at whatever time it was, noon or, or well, actually in the morning. By noon yesterday, the family already said, we've got an attorney. We've hired an attorney. I mean, didn't even think about, you know, let's, you know, uh, have a funeral. Let's, you well, know, how, how do you know they didn't think about it? What, how, well, what makes you I say mean, that? But, I mean, they made the statement that, you know, the the one of the family members said, you know, when they interviewed her, well, we've already retained a lawyer. You know, the father didn't come and say, well, you know, maybe I'm partially at fault because I left my young child in the dark waiting for a county bus to go to school, which normally I never do, but I forgot something today. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the whole world. No one's accountable for themselves. They're right. always looking to, you know, I mean, granted, the lady has run into two other, you know, two poles yeah, or whatever. to run into stuff. You know, a couple right. of poles and now a black No, she, she does, you know, and, and she... And you know, may, maybe she's you know partially at fault. I heard she too, runs but, over frogs in her spare time, is what I hear. But you know, she's probably she partially at fault too. But you know, what about the parents? Everybody wants to sue everybody. Every, yeah. I mean, this is nothing we don't already know. Sure, don't you but, understand? You know, that's the American fucking way. Don't you get it? Uh, I know, I know. A lot of lawyers just, out there got to make a lot of cash, man. It's, your, it's, it's not just easy. sad. It's just sad that that you know, within a couple of hours after it happened, they've already you know made that statement as a family. You know, I mean they. You know, I, I don't know. It, it just, well, it's just frustrating. Taking a, you're taking a sound bite from television, and now you're, you know, you're characterizing a whole family based on what you see taken out of context. You don't know uh, what the hell the story is. Right. Okay. Okay. Have a good day. And back to you. In addition to which, ever seen some of these people that drive the school buses? I'm going to tell you something. I mean, I thought that Aunt Jemima was dead and buried, you know? I see some of these people driving school buses. It's a miracle they can get in the seat behind the wheel. They make Al Goldstein look like... Uh, Rumpelstiltskin. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. God, that was uh, depressing hearing from. Not depressing hearing from JP because uh, we all love him, of course. I sure do. But uh, just on the phone, he just don't cut it. You know, weak on the phone. You follow what I'm saying? No, seriously, it's just he's not a uh, phone guy. He's not a verbal guy. Right. 
Of course, you're not supposed to talk with your... 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Great. I'd like to preface the conversation by saying, first of all, that the fan blows. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to add a little addition to your list of high-probability homosexuals. All directors... Okay, great. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Why do people do that? Why do they think that I'm going to let them out people by name on the ear and I'm going to let it go? I mean, are, are you some kind of a moron, sir? Uh-huh. Are you some kind of a jackass? Uh-huh. Are you some kind of an imbecile? Uh-huh. Oh, see, there I go again, just like very jackass said. See, we're supposed to be nice to all the callers. We're just supposed to let them say whatever they want. Oh, yes, thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. That would be real exciting radio, Barry. That's your idea. And, of course, you wouldn't know a goddamn radio, Barry, if they stuck it in your rectum, okay? Just like Tom Jicka. We don't have anybody. I wonder how long it will be before Tom Jicka gets the Phil Henry story. Now that Tom is out of writing about the radio, he's out of that business. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. i got a full plate, so I'll make up for these other callers. Please. First of all, any from Hollywood, I live on Hollywood Beach. I'm embarrassed that you're a Hollywood resident. Get the hell out. Take now. two French Canadians and get the hell out of here. Stick one in each cheek. Correct them. Exactly. And second of all, Krispy Kreme. i got a great story about Krispy Kreme. Mm-hmm. I thought, like you, it was a local franchise. Right. I used to live in North Miami myself. I went to Memphis, Tennessee to see the king. Sorry, Neil. And down the street from uh, <laughs> and down the street from Memphis, believe it or not, in all the uh, Schwarzer area that it was, the only solace I had was a Piggly Wiggly, and across the street was Krispy Kreme. Oh! <laughs> That's why Elvis loved that area, probably. Probably, I would think so. Yeah. That's why he got so fed. That mm-hmm. that is the greatest place in the world. It is. I love it. I wish I wish I weighed about eighty pounds right now. I could get up to one fifty by two o'clock. <laughs> exactly. I used to eat that stuff before the Atkins. Uh, Thanks to you, I lost 40 pounds. Really? Yes. Yes, I've lost a lot of weight. Great. I'm down to 30 weights now. All right. And uh, can I call people douchebags? I bet you by the end of the year I look about just like Brad Pitt after I lose all this weight. Go ahead. Uh, I can call slightly older Brad Pitt. There you go. And uh, you can get JP there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike at Tyler Fasteners, you're a douchebag, and so are you one. Okay. Thank you, Neil. See you. Bye. See you at Krispy Kreme, baby. Boy, I just open up the map and just leafing through my Newsweek, and I see that picture, and right away, ah, look at that. And there's even a picture of one of their donuts, one of those glazed donuts. I had a kind of a glazed look in my eye as I saw that. Bill Clinton loves them. So I'd buy up all that stock if I were you, okay? I'd, I'd just plunge my lungs out. By the way, speaking of that, can I take a look? I, I don't. I haven't been watching it at all for a long time until I go home and then I get real depressed. Can I just take? Oh, there was Schro Griffin again. How you doing, Schro? That's my girlfriend. Uh, not too bad so far, but it usually doesn't happen until about three in the afternoon. When some asshole from one of the corporations open up his mouth and says, oh, yeah, all these tech stocks are highly overvalued, including ours, and we can't figure out why it's going to drop it like a rock now after I open up my big mouth. Did you see that yesterday? The asshole from Microsoft? Where is that? No, I got it. It opens up a big goddamn mouth, and all of a sudden, all the stocks... Bill Gates? Are... No, not Bill Gates. It was some other... Maybe it wasn't Microsoft. It was from one of those. One of those marginal... Uh... One moment, please. Yeah, Microsoft. It was one of the assholes. It wasn't him. It was some schmuck. Balmer. Yeah, dropped uh, 
almost five bucks after he opened up his mouth. Then the market went into a dive, into a free fall. And, and you know something? Those of us who've got all this money invested in the stock market, which is supposed to be, you know, for intellectuals, people who really want to make smart investments, it goes to show you when that uh, maniac Alan Greenspan talked about, uh, uh, what was the uh, term about uh, ex- excessive exuberance, something like that, last year, all of a sudden, there goes everybody's money in the toilet. This guy from uh, Microsoft that nobody ever heard of, yesterday he opens up his mouth, there's 200 points in the toilet. Because somebody just makes a comment, a stupid comment, because they're not thinking before they open up their mouth and speak. 26, oh, look at that. Now it's down 28. NASDAQ's down 24. It's only 130. we got a long way to go. We can get triple digits, no problem again today. Oh, God, Neil. Oh! We dance like this we sing like voices, but we must tell you, we swear we're not gay. If you want these outfits to class, they would kick your ass. Yes. Just when you think you've heard the worst possible thing in the history of the human goddamn race, when I tell you this, and you know something, this is the last straw for this kid. This is not, what did I tell them when I when they started with this crap? When uh, Roy brought up this garbage, trying to bring his buddy in with him again. Oh man! I said, if that's the case, I want nothing to do with this. I will. I will have. Remember when we had the first meeting with your close personal friend, the dearly departed one, Tracy Carasado, and screw Ann. And screw off. Oh, yeah, we can get OJ to come. I said, no, if that's the case, I'm not going to promote it. I don't want nothing to do with it. I bet you Center One doesn't want anything to do with it. Okay, okay. We just had a spy report. Guess who's at that celebrity golf tournament? Oh, man. It's confirmed. Another another spy report confirming it. Plain. That this murdering son of a bitch oh, man. is at our golf tournament. I, I'm, just, I'm going to tell you, I'm just, I'm so psychotic, I could spit blood on his goddamn horseball equipment we got here right now. 
He's one of the celebrities playing in the tournament when we said specifically we won't have anything to do with this thing if he's invited. This is so freaking unacceptable. I'm just I'm I'm just spellbound. I'm speechless that even a place with no conscience like this joint because like I told you a million times, it's not a radio station, it's not a real business, it's a goddamn fraternity. You got Greg and his buddies, Greg and Screw Ann and Sam and the nephew and uh, what's his name? Roy. Yeah, kind of rubbed off on him too, I guess. And that's it. And they it's a little play toy for these people. And basically they lie and they do whatever the hell they want. And here's our program director like, huh, what's this? Nobody's told yeah, him. Do sure. that he didn't know. Oh, I, I know that. We're not blaming you for it. Don't get defensive. I'm sure you had, because like I told you, you're not part of the club. If I would have had any idea, I would have never read one promo. I would have never got, I would have called my friends at Center One and said, whatever you do, make sure that you have nothing to do with this because we don't want to be associated with that murdering son of a bitch. Just because we got a bunch of people in this radio station who've got some kind of a fetish, some kind of an obsession with this lunatic. Once again, WQM comes up looking like <laughs> crap, looking like a bunch of dummies. God, that it's just, it's unconscionable. Like, they really needed that, right? They only had a couple of foursomes left and whatever, and they had all this long list of names. And by the way, you'll notice in the promos that they gave us, there were all these other names that I read. Was OJ's name ever on that list? No. No, of course not. Because it was supposed to be a big, dark secret. Oh. Hey, don't forget, George and OJ will be appearing at the uh, Prime Coast store together tomorrow from noon to 2. Oh, OJ can't make it? Oh, what a shame. They'll be in the Oakwood Plaza at the Prime Co. from noon to 2 in Hollywood tomorrow, just east of Sterling or Sheridan off I-95. And we'll have the QAM wheel to spin. In fact, maybe we'll have O.J. nailed to the wheel, and you can spin him a little bit. That would get a big turnout. Oh, I'm you know, I, I just when you get to the point where you think nothing that you could hear about this place would ever shock you, amaze you, disappoint you, degrade you, uh, all of a sudden this. This is the lowest moment, I would say, even back in the days when Joey Reynolds was here and they owed points, they had minus ratings on his station under the previous owners. This is the lowest moment in the history of WQAM right now. So are you sure you don't want to talk to OJ? Who was that? Who was that? Guess. Sam. Yes. He's listening. He's loving it. Are you sure you don't want to talk to him? To O.J.? This isn't a joke. Right. And we don't want to talk to O.J. We don't want anything to do with O.J. This isn't a joke. This is a radio station. This is a business which, Sam, you would know nothing about. This is what happens when you turn a multi-billion dollar business over to a bunch of children. They take it and they use it as their own play toy. How many times have I said that on here? How many tirades have I gone through? and told it exactly the way it is here. I have never in my life, in the history of my existence, I have never even imagined, much less seen, the kinds of things that go on here. In addition to which, I would appreciate if you would tell them to stop calling you on that line, unless we got real business to do. It's not a play toy for Sam that's also giving the phone to other people out there and giving the inside line here to play games with us today. He said he didn't do that. Yeah, sure. Totally out of control. This place has spun out of control. What did I tell you? They don't like prosperity. Got all that billing coming in here, even though we have to give it all to John Henry and Wayne, but we got all that money rolling in here. 
All those big numbers for the time being anyway. Until they all move over to 1700. See, I don't, I don't take it as a joke. I don't talk to murderers. To people who were found guilty in the civil trial, who were found responsible for the murder of two innocent people. I don't talk to those people. I don't have any desperate need in my life. I don't feel so. And, of course, there we go with Sam again, who's always, how many times have I said this, an appendage. If he can just be near, if he can be around anybody famous or infamous, it makes no difference. Then it makes him feel like he has an identity, like he's a real human being, which he's not. Twenty-one before two at five sixty WQAM. QAM's got the code. He's got a shot. He's got a chance to be special. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson Show with JJ and the Hammer. <laughs> Here on Sports Radio five sixty QAM. It's Friday, you bastard. Okay, 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 okay. All right. You killed the code. You killed the code. at 560 WQM, just the most embarrassing place in the history of the human race, okay? 
just unbelievable. You, you could uh, go into the tombs of the ancient Egyptians to King, uh, whatever his name was, and not be as embarrassed and humiliated by the kind of the barbaric crap that goes on. King Tit, uh, whatever his name was. Rootin Tootin. Rootin Tootin, uh, Titten, uh, yeah. There's no facts in, in the church. Here's the story. 22 arrested and raid on Reynolds Park sex. A June sting at the North Miami Beach area park that had 37 arrests, including two priests from South America. There's no facts in, in the church. Thank you for faxing me the uh, <laughs> the whole story. That's spelled with an H-O. Okay, so OJ's at our golf tournament. We're very embarrassed about it, and I would just want to tell you right now we had nothing to do with that. And we're very embarrassed and humiliated, and the program director is ready to blow his brains out. But then again, like I told you, he's not part of the club. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, that is pretty bad how uh, they just snuck him in like that. Yeah, brought him in the back door, so to speak. Yeah, just a couple real quick things I want to share with you. Uh, I drive in during the mornings, and uh, I am looking forward to hearing uh, Mr. Henry back on the tube. Uh, you know, okay. Bigger view to, to tell people about that. I'll hey, listen, to... I always welcome competition. I'm not I'm not paranoid. I'll, we'll all survive, you know. Well, he is funny. But uh, just a comment earlier in the week, you talked about this Mobile One fiasco, how right. to shut people off. Uh-huh. I wanted to call it in. I didn't know George was going to be a prime co tomorrow. But there's a whole new deal in cellular coming out the pike like in October you're going to hear about. Unlimited cellular, no more cost per minute coming out. And uh, it's just going to revolutionize the uh, cellular industry. Oh, thank God for that. So uh, just let people know, don't sign any contracts. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Thanks for the good news, pal. No problem. Thank you. Oh, won't that be great, huh? That's almost enough reason to come in on Monday, even in spite of uh, Jay. I mean, it's almost the end of the week. You know what I'm saying? It's almost Friday. I mean, we've had a real rocky road today. It hasn't been. The lunch was great. Thanks again to our friends from uh, Atlantic City Subs. But, I mean, it. you know, we've had worse days than this. It was okay rolling along, singing a song. And then this news. This unacceptable barbarian, and of course to them, just like everything else, just like the day that they sent Roy! in here during the middle of the show, just like the day Screw Ann sent him in here, as if uh, we're, you know, and then, and then she brings a guy in who's leaving, Tracy Caraceto, to pretend that he was the one that put him up to it. Did anybody with a brain believe that? No. No, we know what's going on here. It's your little club, okay? And the fact that we got a general manager who allows these games to go on with his buddies here, it goes to show you, man, just how uh, severe those pictures must be that they got locked away somewhere. They must be really something else. You know the pictures of Greg and the Billy Goat? Here's a Hollywood. Hello. Hi, Neil. Uh, I got a quick comment uh, concerning Microsoft. Yes, sir. I, you know, in order to make myself try to understand what this guy's done, and, and I have to make up some kind of... Uh, That's worth $86 billion, you mean? Yeah. I know, and he himself lost $1.2 billion. I mean... Yesterday. Yeah. How can somebody be so... Stupid. They, yeah, but you, you you just have to know they're not that stupid. There has to be some reason that they did this. That's right. That's right. And that's what I'm telling myself. They have to be doing something to make that stock now look a little more attractive. Right. They're, they're but, but keep, in, keep in mind, it would have been one thing if it just was the tech stocks that went down, but the Dow, which doesn't have anything to do with most of the other than uh, AOL, other than that, uh, it went down 200 points after this guy opened up his mouth. Well, if you figure... Um, you know, I don't know how well the uh, the fund managers are are you know are managing their their entire portfolios, but the thing is, usually when when one gets a, a bit of a riffle, you know, in it, there's usually you know they touch the others. But Nasdaq, man, I mean, how can you do that? Not only your own your right. own company, but right. 
I mean, he's touching base with all the tech stocks, and he's going to make a lot of enemies. And his comments were unbelievable, talking about how grotesquely overpriced all the tech stocks were, including his own company. I mean, like like we're saying here, there's got to be some ulterior motive because nobody is that stupid.